Blog Talk Radio. Royalty. Royalty. Power to the chosen people. Bible in my hand. Word inside my heart. And pain before my eyes. Broken people wanting to believe in something. Looking for a life, trying to find the truth. But we give them doubt, saying we do something we don't. Hurting people, saying we do things that we won't. Whooping, she's clothing with a cross in his chest. Taking people money, promising to be blessed. But power to the chosen people, who at one point wasn't viewed as an equal. His own chosen people, royal priesthood. That you've been called out of the darkness Into the marvelous light Do you know who you are? Royalty Once we weren't the people Now we are the people Do you know who you are? Chosen people. 
another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is Seth, brother Seth, cousin Seth, father Seth, to hopefully, hopefully to a sign that you may be listening. How's everybody doing tonight? How is the family, the universal family we talk about doing tonight? Well, I can't hear you. That's right. <laughs> well, listen, want to just again... Welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. That's the website, and the host is Five Smooth Stones. That's what I call what I've been doing for the last, oh, since 2011, 300 and I guess 30 shows now. So I want to thank everybody, speaking of 330 whatever shows, I want to thank everyone for just supporting uh, Five Smooth Stones over the years. I always forget to say this, so got to remember it now. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for all of those that's, uh, listening, especially on the East Coast. I don't know what it is about the East Coast, but we get a lot of support over the East Coast. We appreciate that. Well, folks, listen, tonight, 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 what can I say? What can I say? Got a good close friends on the line that's going to be listening tonight. Got um, and, and some, some of their family members and uh Class uh, classmates uh, that's going to be joining us, uh, believers, uh, brothers in, the, in, in Christ joining us, young people speaking out tonight will be on the phone lines. I mean, folks, we got a show lined up for you. Serious, we have a serious show lined up for you tonight, and uh, I just want to just thank the Father for giving me the strength. And I want to thank the guests in advance for coming on. They're in the house, most of them, I believe. And if you are going to be on the show tonight, uh, with the exception to Ricky and Byron, press one because their hands are already up. Uh, Ricky and Byron are already in the house. I see that phone number, familiar phone number. And I think uh, Brother Clark is in the house as well. Uh, so, anyway, folks. I just want to, again, uh, thank everybody for being on time, those that are already here on time, but we can't say it enough. We really appreciate those of you that take the busy time out to be on time, take time out of your busy schedule to be on time for these blogs. These blogs are very, very serious, very serious, folks. I have to say this. Bear with me. I have to say this because these blogs are vital these days. Why do you say that? Because... A lot of this information that you're going to hear tonight, you're not going to hear it anywhere else. Pick on the church a lot, but it's not just the church. And then to be very honest, in some churches' defense, they do talk about some of this, but it's very few. Especially talk about the kind of things we're going to talk about tonight, because we're going to hit on some things that you just won't hear really no other place but on these blogs. And that's why I thank God for Blog Talk Radio and all these other uh, um, entities that allow us to speak freely freely and uh most of us are not getting paid some of us blogs are so big we are getting a little bit of, of, of residual but most of us are not getting paid and so you have a tendency to get more truth when you're not getting paid when money is not being exchanged so i just thank the father for blog talk radio and i thank blog talk radio for allowing and having this platform for us to speak because truly the father will use any tool any tool where people are listening, because he loves us. Our Father loves us, and I hope we hit that home tonight. Our Father loves us so much. And what other God is like our God? I say, what other God, what other Elohim, what other being is like this Father? 
as, as, as John 3.16 say, he so loved us, he so loved us, that he sent his son to be that lamb slain once and for all for our sins, past, present, and future sins. <laughs> past sins, present sins, future sins is taken care of. Now we can talk to the Most High, unlike Israel back in the day that had to kill these lambs. So anyway, we get into a little bit of that, a little bit of history. Maybe some of y'all don't even believe that. You can let us know that too. So we're not ready from nobody tonight. I'm telling y'all right now, the phone lines is full. So let me qu- quickly, quickly, quickly. Whenever I see this missing phone lines, I have to go with phone line etiquette. If you're going to come on and comment, please press 1, and we'll uh, come. We'll try to drop what we're going to come to you as soon as possible, especially tonight. Again, if you have a question for any of the guests, press 1. We ask that you limit your... Um, Limit uh, your 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 limit yourself to about no more than five minutes, okay? Then that's a, I'm kind of liberal with that. Depends on what's going on. Um, we will need you to definitely limit yourself tonight because of the volume of the phone line. So we're expecting a lot of people to come. I've invited uh, just all types of people to listen to the show tonight. We're reaching out to young people tonight. It's a show targeted for 30 and under. Really. Really, some of these truths can relate to anybody. So tonight, 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 we are targeting those we love so much. And don't we love our young people? I mean, we love our old folks, too, but we really love these young people. And, folks, they have some challenges in front of them. They have some serious challenges in front of them. So we are just imperfect beings that have had some successes in our lives sharing tonight. We may not agree on some things. That's okay. Because in our disagreement, you're going to still be able to get some light. Let's do this. I want to go ahead and go to the phone lines. Go ahead and bring our guests on pretty quickly. So let's do this. If you are, again, a guest on the show, I'll go ahead and press 1. I'm going to come to you as soon as possible. I know for a fact we have Mr. Ricky Shivers on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Hold on a second. Before I go to Ricky, let me just do this because I'm kind of rushing myself. I can feel it. I can feel it. This is what happened. Get all excited. So before I bring on the guest, let me just say this. Let me read the show's description because a lot of people just got the phone number. They call it every Tuesday. They don't know what we're talking about tonight. So in their defense, let's just go ahead and read, slow down a little bit and read the show's description. Again, guests, just be patient with me because we've got a lot of, uh, 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 probably for the first 30 minutes, we're going to be laying foundation before we get into the actual topics we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, so here's what's happening. This is what I send out to all over the net, Texas, emails, uh, Texas as in phone texts, as well as emails, uh, internet. This is what I said earlier. I typed this message to everybody. Serious challenges with solutions facing young black America, part five. Backed by popular demand, a program for young African-American adults. Spread the word. Tonight, part five goes down. Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, April 25th, 2017. Join again. Join again. Host Seth and co-host Ella Shaw, Byron, Kiki, Ricky, along with new guest John Clark with part two on Satan and the Illuminati among African Americans after we finish hot topics below. Well, what are the topics below? I went on the tight Tonight, while many of our young adults deserve respect for their hard work, many are full of questions. Doubt, confusion, frustration. Here are the more pressing issues 
we'll discuss tonight. Some young African Americans feel it is them against the world. Some feel there's never enough money and seek happiness from it alone. Fast money versus the natural way. While there's over 12,000 career paths, many pursue only rapping and careers in music. Then there's ex-felons that find it nearly impossible to assimilate back into society. Over a million black men locked up, y'all. Then too many think America is cursed. Oh, my goodness, they surely think this. Too many think America is cursed and is doomed. So why think long-term? You'd be surprised to know how many of our young people do not think long-term because of what I just read. Others wonder why they can't trust anyone. They just have a hard time establishing friendships, true, raw friendships. Young adults giving up because of racism. Then thousands of single African-American women are drained, being pulled all directions by demanding jobs, daycare, and dad's absence, or absentee dads. A men disrespect authority 24-7 after lacking father images. Seem like, most, seem like most are addicted to Facebook, social media. Uh, y'all know them. All the social media. Our young people is just strung out on them like crackheads. It's all, they're constantly looking down at the phone like zombies, zombies, zombies. Never looking up at the birds or the, or the stars or enjoying their life. Just stuck, excuse me, stuck on social media, be it Twitter or y'all know them. Many can't seem to make it on their own. How about this one? Many can't seem to make it on their own. As an adult, can't get away from mama and daddy just taking care of them. I mean, they just can't seem to make it as adults. Pop culture, probably the most, most popular thing on here. Pop culture rule most of their decisions. If it's popular, they want to do it. Then there are those who don't know who they are. My God. And most to God, yes, some of them doubt he's even listening, etc. Tonight we look to the Father for solutions, his universal laws, his spirit's wisdom, even common sense he gives, and more. Let's have a candid conversation and efforts to help those we love. Tonight is about solutions. It's just that simple. Tonight is about solutions. We love these young people, and we want them to uh, prosper. We want them to uh, choose good decisions that's going to cause them to be on this planet a very long time. We don't buy this philosophy that they're not going to live long like a lot of young black males think. We don't buy that. We don't care what the police is doing. We got some for the police tonight. We got some for... Uh, 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 destructive rap culture tonight. We got some for confusion and sexuality, same-sex confusion tonight. We got some for spirit of depression, don't know why, just can't seem to break out of this depression. We got some for that spirit tonight. We got some for churches that can't seem to get it together, that's just taking our people up backwards, won't tell the truth, won't tell them who they are. We got some form tonight. 
Oh yes, we got some form tonight. This this mentality floating among our young people that is me against the world, which is a lie from the pit of hell. It is never you against the world, as you wouldn't last for twenty four hours. Okay, and the biggest giant tonight is this narcissist, greedy monster that seemed to live for money. Some kind of way, our people, your babies have created <laughs> a monster. They worship money, your children. Well, tonight, let's do it. So, the little music on here. A lot. I know I read a lot. I read a lot, I know. You probably thinking Seth, you can't y'all can't answer all those questions. Well we can. But we know some folks. We know a person that can. We know a set of laws that can break us out of any prison, any jail. And we ain't selling. We don't have to settle. Did you hear the opening song? Did y'all hear the opening song? We are royalty. We talk about First Peter two and nine. You are chosen people, a royal priesthood, <laughs> holy nation, especially those that are born again. Anyway, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, first, we'll go to area code eight one seven two one two. I think this is Mr. Shivers. Uh, Mr. Ricky Shivers, are you there? Yes, I am. How you doing, sir? Oh, brother, I'm doing. I'm swinging. I'm swinging. I'm swinging. swinging. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice. Who you got there with you tonight? I got Corey. I got Byron. I got Kiki. Of course, Kiki. She ready to rock the rock and roll. And and myself, the family. I got the family. And got a new one for you, Mr. Loomis. That's what his name is. Say the name again. Loomis. L-O-O-M-I-S. N-U-S. My my bad. Loomis. Okay, well, welcome to the show, Loomis. Kiki, Corey, and Byron, I think, is on a different line. So welcome, Byron, as well. I'm going to open up your line now. Okay, Byron, yeah, yeah, yeah. your line is now open. Byron, are you there? I thought Chris got me. I thought Chris picked up here inside the fence. Okay. All right, Byron. Uh, 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 Ricky, question real quick, real quick. Is Byron in the room with you? Or Because I see him on another line. I see his phone number lit up here. Who's no, at 214716? Say, say that again. I said, say it again. Uh, Byron's at work. He called from Jim. Okay. All right, well, let's do this. Let's go to General Motors. Okay, Erico 214716. Byron, I'm strong. Are you there? Uh, yes, he Byron, is. Yes, he is. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm out here at the airfield right now. We are uh, chasing planes. In helicopters. <laughs> well, anyway, man, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I want to apologize to Corey because 
I didn't put his name on the program because I thought he said he wasn't going to be able to make it. So, Corey, again, welcome to the show. Loomis, welcome to the show. New new, new personality as well as Kiki. This is going to be very challenging, I'm telling you all right now. So let's do this. Let's, let's lay a few ground rules down. Now, uh, family and friends listening, uh, a five smooth song and again, I want to welcome the Douglas Kennedy, my bloodline family that is listening tonight. Welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to just say this to everybody that's going to be on the show tonight. It's going to be hard not to overtalk, okay? I'm telling everybody that I right now because we can't see each other. When you can't... When you can't... When you, hold on, hold on. Y'all got a little noise in the background. That's what I'm talking about right now. You can't have any noise in the background. It picks up. Okay, Ricky? I'm going to put you in charge of... I'm going to put you in charge of the house. You can't have no noise. If somebody put a cup down, we can hear it. I promise you. So we got to be super quiet. Byron, you over there, uh, wherever you're at. <laughs> you got to be super quiet. I'm going to have Ricky line open with three people, four people. Your line open, Byron. And I'm about to open up John's line as well as, um, uh, look like we got a, a, another either caller here or, um, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and go open up line. Uh, open up the phone line. Um, area code nine seven zero three three three. If you have a question, press one because your hand was up and it went down. So again, if you had area code nine seven zero three three three, you wanted to comment, press one again. Your hand was up and it went down. So just press one one more time. All right. In the meantime, let's go all the way to uh, uh, and, and bring on another guest, a good friend of mine, the one and only John Clark. John, are you in the house? John Clark, are you in the house? What's up, sir? Okay. I apologize. I have my phone on mute. Okay. Well, sir, just say hello to the people. What's up, people? <laughs> John just got off work, so he might be a little drained there, but he got some for us the second half uh, with regards to Satanism. This man right here knows a lot about Satanism, and I'm going to let y'all do a little intro of y'all stuff in another second here, but I got another hand that's raised, so let's do this. Y'all know the rule. Whenever someone raises their hand, we stop everything and go to the phone lines. I don't identify this number, so let's see who this is, okay? Um, Eric code 970333. Uh, do you have a question or comment? Oh, I'm just introducing myself. How you doing, Seth? This is Ricky Shivers, son, Ricky Thompson. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Well, listen, I, 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 I tell you what, on, I'm going to go ahead and I appreciate you calling the show. And uh, uh, supporting your father, Ricky. I, did, I don't think I met uh, uh, Mr. This Ricky. So this is going to be very interesting. Uh, the Shivers is in the house tonight, and I appreciate that, y'all. I really do. So uh, this is what I'm gonna do, Ricky. I want you to to uh, I want you to press one because if I keep all these lines up, there's gonna be some serious noise. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to go ahead and say hello to everybody. And I'm going to put your line on hold. I want you to press 1 one more time after I put you on hold. And then if you have a question, which you probably will if you're a shiver, <laughs> we'll bring you back on later, okay? Okay. That'll work. All right, so go ahead and just address everybody. Just what do you think about the shows? The, 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 what do we can tell you about the show? I'll ask you that. And then we'll put you on hold and bring you back if you have any questions. Yeah, I just got invited today, so I'm checking in and listening in, seeing what the topic is. So far, it sounded good. Well, cool. I appreciate that. You sound like a mature man. Ricky been doing, some, been been working hard on y'all. It sounds like. So I, I'm glad to meet you on the phone anyway. And like I said, I'm gonna put you on hold now. If you have a question or comment, you press one, and I'll bring you back on. All right. Okay, I appreciate that, Steph. Thank you. All right. 
Look at that. Boy, I tell you, Ricky, you got everybody in the house, and I appreciate that. Boy, we're going to hear from the shippers tonight. I'm going to tell you something. If they anything like Ricky, they is going to let you have it for the left or the right or in the center or whatever way they, they feel. So this is going to be very interesting. All right, Ricky is on hold again. Ricky, press 1, and I'll bring you back on if you have a question or comment. All right, this is what I want to do. I want to go down the list and just get everybody to just say hello to the people again that you're listening. Oh, we got folk listening all over the country. Uh, if not tonight, they'll be listening sometime. That last show we did already, y'all, is over 500 hits. Can y'all believe that? 500 listens is what we call it. So let's do this. Uh, uh, Mr. Loomis, I'll pick on you since you're new. I want you to go say hello to everybody and uh, tell us what you think of us trying to help the young people. And about three minutes. All right, how you doing? Uh, my name is Loomis Lockett, and uh, I just want to say, uh, I want to say hello to everybody. And, uh, and so I got to listen in a little bit on the last show, and y'all were real interesting. And uh, I see they kind of threw me in there this time, so I'm going to go ahead and highlight y'all. Say that again, last part. No, I say they kind of threw me in there this time, so I'm going to highlight y'all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, Luma, say, hey, well, let me let me ask you this. Well, how old are you? I'm 38. I'll be okay. 39 in July. Okay, okay. Well, again, welcome to the show, Loomis. I appreciate your dialogue. Uh, you young, uh, 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 young men is high priority tonight, as well as the ladies. Younger Black America is on Front Street, and we hope that we put stuff, put something out there that's going to help y'all be able to uh, uh, combat a lot of these issues facing you tonight. Okay, Mr. Corey. Didn't think you was going to make it, but glad you made it. Go ahead and say hello to everybody, and uh, what did you think of the last show? Briefly, in about no more than three minutes. Okay. Uh, how you doing, Seth, first of all? And, and I want to say hello to everybody here. Uh, uh, like I, like, we, like when I spoke with you uh, early in the week, I like what you're doing. I like what you're talking about. All right, all right. Well, I promise you, we swinging and we not playing. This ain't no entertainment. It's entertainment, but we not playing. So uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you like it. It's always good when we can be entertaining when we talk about the truth, because sometimes the truth hurts. And so I want to apologize ahead of time because we might step on some toes tonight. But remember, all this show is about love. If y'all can just be real like y'all are in the streets tonight, I really would appreciate it. I just want y'all to be real. I don't want no phonies. I don't want y'all trying to make us older people feel good. I want y'all to let us have it when you think we're tripping. I want y'all to let us have it if you think we're tapping down to you. I want y'all to tell the truth how you feel about God, each other, white men, black people. I, I want the truth. Be respectful because we will have all types of people listen to this show in the archives, if not live tonight. So, Corey, I appreciate that. Miss Kiki, oh, which you was all at last yeah, week. So how 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 are you doing and what did you think of the last show? I thought it was amazing. I was happy that I was able to join y'all. Well, so how are you doing tonight? You all right? You ready to rock and roll? Yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm locked and loaded with my blunt and I'm on the right level of to <laughs> to be able to respond and to listen to everything that's going on tonight. So let's get this party started. 
Well, all right. And before you move on, I want to just go to John uh, Ricky. Go ahead, Ricky, and just tell us real briefly in about two minutes what you thought of the last show and just, just whatever you get on your heart quickly in about two or three minutes. Y'all's little hey, intro. Man, this is y'all's little intro to the people. Go ahead. This is Ricky Shields, AK 12. I'm glad to be here. I'm really happy. My son's from California, Colorado. I think he's in Chicago, not Chicago, but uh, Colorado right now. Ricky Taylor, that's my baby. You know what I'm saying? That's my other son. And, uh, wow. hey, man, I feel real good about, about tonight's set. Ready to do. All right. Well, I feel good about y'all being on tonight because I know your folk is going to keep it real. All right, Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark, this man, I'm from uh, Kentucky, lives in Texas now. But, uh, Mr. Clark, let everybody know a little bit about you in about two or three minutes and what you think of the show, uh, what we're trying to do anyway. Quickly. Well, the I, I've not been listening to the show as of late, Steph. You know how I do. I just be off doing me. However, I'm intimately familiar with your direction and what you what it is that you do from way back, what, 20 years ago when you first got us turned on to who we actually were physically, um, who I am, um, number of hats. The, I, I guess the first thing I would say is that by nature, I'm a B-boy who's gotten older. Many of us have done that. Used to be a B-boy, DJ, so on and so forth. Went to college, got a degree in business, emphasis in marketing, and now I do finance. Um, through the course of time, um, just began to become more and more aware of the ways the system works. Not the system physically or politically, but the spiritual system that operates behind uh, the scenes. And just became interested and felt like the Most High was giving me direction and insight and so whenever opportunity permits, I look to uncover the works of darkness as it pertains to that. But I just keep it thorough. At the, by and large, I just keep it thorough, and I just call it what it is and then move on. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. And John is going to be presenting tonight some angles on Satanism that y'all have not heard, not heard whatsoever. I'm telling y'all, you think black young males, females, African-Americans is into Satanism and the Illuminati? You really believe that? Or you don't believe that, I meant to say? Well, stay tuned. This brother got something for you. And we are not playing tonight. All right? So uh, I want to say, Ricky Jr., again, press 1. Your hand is still up, and it will go down. And then later on, if you want to come on and talk, you then you press it. Otherwise, it looks like right now you want to talk, and I know you don't because you're just on the line. So, again, we want to hear from you, Ricky Jr. So if you need to uh, talk uh, later, uh, you may need to talk later. So, again, press 1 so your hand will go down there. Okay, folks, uh, LSU, if you're in the house. I need you to press one because I don't see Ella Shua in the house. He's supposed to join us tonight. But listen, let me lay a foundation really briefly. Really, thank you. Uh, uh, there you go, Ricky Jr. Let me lay this foundation real quick, y'all. And I know I'm talking a lot, but I got to do this. We got to do this because I don't just want to have a little fun tonight and we just everybody go their separate ways, folks. When I said we got some for the different entities, the different enemies I mentioned earlier, we really do. But we got to make sure we call the enemy. What's the enemy? And a part of the show is to define evil. Part of the show is to define sin. If you already know what something is a sin, family and friends, if you already know something is a sin and you're working on it, this show is not addressing you. We might give you some extra tools, but really this show is not addressing you. 
please stay tuned because we may show you how to eat get you know get stronger. Again, the show is to define what it's saying, make it clear, because we have some confusion among our young people. A lot of our young people think homosexuality is not a sin, and they 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 love their partner, and we want to tell them keep loving your partner. I thought y'all was the church. We are part of the church. You telling me to keep loving my lover, my gay wife? I'm a female. Keep loving her. I'm a male. I'm homosexual. We telling you to keep loving your lover. What we want to challenge you tonight is how you love her, how you love him. You're supposed to be willing to give your life to anybody on this planet. That's the highest love known to man. Right there. That you give your life for your brother. Just give me about a five or ten minutes here. I want to go through some foundation. We're going to talk. If anybody want to comment on what I'm saying, I understand. We'll, We'll talk about that. But let me just get this out. So tonight, we want to talk about what exactly is sin. Because if we got young people on this line, and and we can't agree that it's a sin, and we're trying to help them stop, and they say, I don't want to stop. Ain't nothing wrong with it. We got a problem. So part of the show, we're going to be talking about what is sin. And some people say, well, I don't believe in the Bible. Well, if you, you don't believe in the Bible, hopefully we'll say some things to help you to believe in the Bible. But really, that's major, because the Bible is going to be our foundation. It is the manufacturer. I think Ricky said Byron works at GM. Is that right, Byron? Byron? Okay, did we lose Byron? This is Byron. This is Byron. Man, this is Byron. This is Byron. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me, huh? Come on, man. That's all right. I've been running from crocodiles all night. Oh, my goodness. It's it's rough in this jungle. It's a jungle of love and crocodiles, and they're everywhere. You got to watch out for the teeth. Of the titaron, that's Spanish for a shark, because I'm telling you, life can be eating you up at any given time. So whatever you do, please watch out. Hey, I'll be back in a minute. Ah! <laughs> okay, Mr. Comedian. Now listen, you're a GM, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, at GM, GM is a manufacturer. GM is a manufacturer, okay? If anything wrong with a car, Bowie can tell you, just bring it back here. We know every single thing about this car. Why? We made the vehicle. Well, we are GM. Well, the scriptures, the Bible, the most high is General Motors, so to speak. If anything wrong with us, Maybe we're not functioning properly. Maybe we're having trouble functioning in life. We've got to go back to the manufacturer. So we believe here at Five Smooth Stones that the manufacturer is the most high and his word is the scriptures. So any issues, any topics that I just covered, all those topics I just mentioned, those are problems for us. Racism, those That's are problems for miracle. us. That's right. So listen, what we're going to do, we're going to examine the scriptures. We're going to look okay. at what the father say about his car, about his vehicle, about his seatbelt, why it's not functioning properly. Right, and right. this is where we're heading. Now, why do we want to fix this particular car, vehicle, or body, or emotion, or the spirit? Because if you don't, young people, you experience death, 
The Bible says it like this. The thief coming but to kill, steal, and destroy. The thief coming but to kill, steal, and destroy. Now, y'all got to let me get this out. I know I'm talking a little bit, but let me get this out. The thief coming but for to steal, kill, and destroy. Lies about how, what to do with your body is a thief. That's John 10.10. 10. I'm reading from the scriptures. The thief cometh only but to steal, kill, and destroy. Lies will keep you back, hold you back, trip you up. Lies will call you to grow, but in a retarded way. Retard, not form right. Lies will cause early death. Here's another deception. Uh, here's another uh, 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 part of death. Deception. That A lie is 100% wrong information. Deception is you got a little bit of truth, but you got a little bit of lie. You got a little bit of truth, but you got a little bit of lie. It's like the, with the homosexual thing. We're not going to pick on homosexuality tonight because there's all kind of sins, and we ain't going to be, because, again, we love everybody. So I may, I'm only using this just to prove a point here. But deception. I love my lover. It feels good. How can y'all definitely say it's wrong? See, that's deception. The love is of God. The love that you feel for that man, if you're homosexual, that love is of God. Nothing wrong with that love. As long as it ain't sexual. Because the Bible says very clearly that two men are not supposed to be engaged in sexuality. It causes an abomination. So you have to get rid of that part, all of those feelings, all of those emotions, all of, all of that. That whole tree has to be pulled up. But you can continue to love the person. Okay? So tonight we're attacking lies, deception, and here's another one, ignorance, no information. So many of our people, the scripture says it like this. We're going to go back to General Motors, the manufacturer, and look at this product. It says it like this. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That's Hosea 4 and 6. The manufacturer says us humans will be destroyed for not knowing. So this blog tonight, again, we're not playing, folks. We are not playing. There are too many people listening to this blog tonight to be playing around. Now, I love Byron. He bringing the comedy. Keep it coming. But we're staying serious, too. Okay? So... I want to start with the first. I want. I want to just say that. Um, let me finish up here. I'm trying to rush because there's so many on the line, but I got to say these other things. So we got to agree with what the problem is, and we got to agree with what the solution is, and we got to all agree that the Bible gives us the power to define. Now, I know people determine. Uh, you know, will say, "Well, the Bible we may interpret different ways," but it's very clear some of these things. So, just so you know. Family and friends, tonight the scriptures is our manufacturer. We will conduct this this blog with whatever it say. Now, let's just start off right now by asking everybody. We'll go down the list and ask everybody really quickly. Uh, we'll start with Loomis. Loomis. And tell me the honest to God truth. Do you believe that the scriptures is inspired of God and that can give us wisdom and guidance? to get us out of this mess our people is in. Uh, yes, I do believe that. But I also That's believe that good. it's what you... I believe it's Go what ahead. you take out of it. I mean, like I said, I believe that's what you take out of it because it's been... I consider... Considering how long the Bible has been written, it's, I'm pretty sure it's been kind of, you know, messed around with a little bit. You're absolutely with, right. You know what I mean? 
You absolutely so, right. I mean, it's all about what you get from the words or the messages in the Bible and what you take from it. That's what I believe. I like you already. I mean, not that it matters what I like you now, but that is, I like how you put that. All right, Miss Kiki, the scriptures. Some people didn't hear you last week. It's, they say it's inspired of God. Men wrote it under the influence, inspired of God. Now, of course, Satan says some things is in there, but for the most part, where it, where it gives you direction, that's inspired of the Most High. You agree with that? Yes, I absolutely do. I believe that God has given us all messages or somebody a message to make sure that it's passed along amongst everybody else. Therefore, we have to be able to to trust something that's coming out of these scriptures and these testimonies because only one person can give us these things, and that's God. Wow. Well put. Well put. All right, Mr. Ricky, what do you have to say about that? Is it inspired? Is it, is it worth using? Can we use it like GM? Is it the authority where whatever it say, just like what GM say, this is what's wrong with this vehicle? Do the Father, is he in our lives enough to give us direction? Yes, sir, brother. Said, uh, the actuality of it all, man, is that Everything that the Lord has put before us and everything to pass on to us, not everybody understands or even indulge in it. But as a 99% of us, you know, we pray for what, he, what, what he's sending to us, what he's able to help us. Uh, now, let me rephrase that. Help us do it, which we don't need him. We don't need us. We need him, my sorry family. Don't get me for that one. But I believe everything you're saying is all true. And I also want to thank you for putting everything this together, man, because you do such a, a, a good job. Love you. I love you, sir. Well, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Okay, Mr. Corey, you're another young person, younger younger generation, uh, younger than we are. Okay, you know, it's a lot of talk about God and the Bible. What, 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 I mean, come on, tonight, we're about to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about absentee. Uh, we're going to talk about America being cursed. The Bible says it very clearly uh, that there's a place called Babylon and that it is going to fall. And a lot of young people, a lot of y'all know about this stuff. And you're saying, why should we Why should we even think past 40? America's going to be destroyed. So there's a lot of hopelessness. Can we use the scriptures to get answers, Corey? Yes, we can. See, we he says, obey these Ten Commandments. And, and, and it's pretty much, that's, that's, that's it. You, you, you obey okay. these Ten Commandments and, and, and everything will be all right. Okay, okay, that's what he first gave him, 10, and then after that, a lot of more came. We're going to talk about that, too. All right, Mr. Clark, uh, uh, well, let's go to Byron. Byron, I'm gonna, I am got y'all all lined up in order here. Byron, so, uh, <laughs> Byron, uh, Mr. Armstrong, uh, come on now. Uh, people, there's millions of churches, and they all swear up and down that the Father have inspired men to write. Do you believe that God actually inspired men to write that Bible and it could be used to salvage us right now? Well, it depends on your train of thought. 
Okay, a lot of people got different thoughts about everything, you know, even the Bible. You got those who believe and those who want to believe, and you got those who just don't believe. But you have to be a true believer inside your own self. You got to find yourself somewhere. You got you to gotta find you if you're going to believe in anything, especially the Bible. Hey, tell you what, I got to do something right quick. I'll be right back. These alligators. <laughs> Okay, all right, Mr. Clark, I will come to you now. Uh, I think uh, Byron, his way of saying he's done. Uh, Byron, I mean, John, come on. Uh, you've been, you got your degree from ORU, an institution based upon scripture. We're coming up on, on a lot of flack right now. Folks saying this book ain't worth trusting. So before we start this, start, and it's going to get heated, I'm going to tell you all right now, but we at least got to agree because what we're going to keep doing. Our source that we're going to go to is the scriptures. Do you think that's a great thing uh, uh, for us to use the Bible as a as a source to get instruction in life, John? Uh, of course, not. it's disappointing to hear everybody pretty much hitting the exact same tenor um, and stating that it is. It obviously is not. Um, you have no shortage of people who. Uh, Bible-believing Christians or, um, you know, maybe not so much whom I've seen live their entire life without moving from the spot that they were in to a different spot. Um, Everyone on the line that was saying, oh, absolutely, absolutely, the question becomes, can you read Hebrew? Can you read Greek? Can you read Aramaic? Do you know the difference between Codex A and Codex B? Do you know the difference of the Septuagint? Because that's the way the Bible came down through history. And so if you cannot read that, then how can you put your total trust in that? And the fact of the matter is that you you can't. Um, I'm actually playing around with y'all. Seth knows that um, I absolutely believe in the end of the Bible. Okay, go ahead. I know. I, I believe just like y'all do. I, I was just kind of messing around. But the fact of the matter is that, that the truth is, is that it has been tampered with. And I always use this particular analogy. If you were lost on a desert island, plane went down, and it's only you, do you want the Bible or do you want the Holy Spirit? And the reason why I say that is because without the Holy Spirit, the Bible is of no consequence. You'll never understand it. You'll never get it. Because it's only opened up through the Spirit. You will get all of the stories and you'll um, get some reasonable poetry, but you'll never get the insight that was meant for each and every man and woman of God, and only they can understand that because it's enlightenment of the Spirit. That's my opinion. Now, that was profound, and that's the kind of stuff we're going to be doing tonight. What he is saying is, yes, the scriptures, y'all heard him, y'all need me, but I'm just, this, this is what I got out of what he said really quick. The scriptures is the, 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 to the map. It is. Everybody said that we all don't want a car, so anybody listening to this blog, I'm telling y'all right now, we have some serious contributors today, because they all believe in the Father, and they all believe that that book is inspired, and what John is just simply saying, you can't even understand this map that we all agree is the map to wherever we need to go in life, but he's saying the Spirit has to open it up to you. I got a question, uh, this may be LSU, I don't know here, Eric code 682 go ahead with your question or comment. 
Don't have a question, but I do have a question for you. Why do you not pay attention to your Skype? I've been communicating with you since you signed on. What's Skype? Skype. You're on Blog Talk. Blog Talk has as an accessory Skype at the bottom of the Blog Talk if I'm listening to you on the Internet. I'm actually listening on the Internet. I just called in to let you know I was listening. Well, brother, I'm not that savvy. No, nobody no Skype. You got talking in here the time. You don't have me looking at other buttons, all these buttons here. Okay. And we got a phone line you would not believe. I mean, boy, I'm telling you, I ain't seen this phone line this full in a good while. So listen, folks, if y'all have a question or comment, you press one. I might not see your hand right away. But anyway, everybody, this is sure popping in. He on Skype. He going to take a different bus to the ride, to the to the party. <laughs> but anyway, say hello to everybody. Tell everybody who you are in about two minutes. And then, uh, again, we're, we're talking about uh, do you believe the scriptures is, is, is worth using for our journey tonight? In two minutes, literally. Three minutes, we'll say. Okay, real, okay no, it'll be, it'll be two minutes, maybe under, under that. Um, first of all, I think for the most part, everybody who has been tuning into the show and been following the series is aware of who I am. They know who I am. Um, and before I begin, let me say good evening to everyone. Shalom to all. Hope that you all enjoy. Please pay close attention. I'm not going to be on the line all tonight. I had a family crisis that came up this uh, this evening, and I'm still tending to that. And that's why I didn't come on at the beginning. Um, I did send you a, uh, a message, Seth, which you did not receive because you're not on Skype, which was to say that after John Clark makes his presentation, then just cue me in, and then I'll call back in. Uh, let me say this about Mr. Clark. If you're going to be talking about the issue of Satanism, let me say that I'm one of those persons who give honor to whom honor is due. And even though it was a preoccupation of mine at one time, I literally meant, uh, meant Clark, Mr. Clark actually had a conversation about it. And when he began to show me the research and, and the information that he derived from his studies, I was just totally overwhelmed. I mean, the man is well, very much qualified, more so than I to engage and to elaborate on those issues when it comes to regards to Satanism and hip-hop. Uh, so definitely you're in good hands. As far as me believing the Bible, Seth, my life is committed <laughs> to understanding and to articulating the Bible in the way that people can understand it and apply it to their life. And simply put, I think that we have to go beyond just the casual belief of adherence to a truth of acknowledge. Like the Bible says, with their lips they draw not from me, but their heart is from me. And John made a very good statement when he simply said, simply said, if I had to choose between the two, I would go with the Holy Spirit because what's in the, what is in the Bible was breathed in and inspired by the Holy Spirit. And he also made a good point when he said, understand that it was not written in English. And if there's anything that's been added to or taken away, it happened during the process of translation, uh, translating the scriptures, not in right. the original okay. text. Okay. I'm out, well, me in when you're ready. that was very that that was very well put. Now, and, and I hope everybody heard what he said. And I want to say what Brother Ellis Shue just brought up is very powerful, folks. Listen, we're gonna begin a little slow, and then we're gonna hear from Loomis and Corey and Kiki and all the other younger people tonight. This is they they their time to shine. I want y'all to know that. Okay, so we're gonna we start real slow. We have to lay this foundation. If we can't agree on the Bible. The show ain't going to make no sense because all we're going to do is quote the scriptures and, and, and making it more clear, making it more clear. When John starts talking about Satan, he's going to be talking about he's going to be lining that up with scriptures. So if y'all don't believe in the Bible, hope you got the wrong blog. We're not going to be able to get nowhere. So that's why it's very important what Brother John said. The Holy Spirit, let me tell y'all why I say that real quick. Loomis and Corey and Kiki, Ricky, Byron, let me tell you why I say this. Because there's people that say, I don't read the Bible five times. You cannot get an understanding from the Bible just because you read it. 
Huh? It's not like any other book. This is a code. This is a mystery. This is one of the main things I want to focus on tonight. Folks, listen to me. You've got to humble yourself. You're talking about the most high. This being sit around and make people. Created the earth. You just gonna open up like you're reading some magazine. Let me just see what he's saying. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna see what really I'm gonna read from Genesis. It's not like that. Remember Christ when he was teaching, the disciples say, Why do you when you talk to people you talk in parables? But when you get us off by ourselves, you make it very clear. Why would why would the Messiah do that? And when he around the public, he talking if they was wicked and they weren't listening, he wouldn't give them the truth. I mean he give them the truth, but he's talking parables, like, you know, analysis. He wouldn't and some of he was breaking it down, but a lot of times again, they say, Why do you make it plain for us? But out there you talking parables. So I want to ask Loomis about what we just said, because this is major. I don't want to run over this. This is major. If the Messiah, if the Father says the Scriptures is a mystery, and people say, I read the Bible, but it's just too, it's too, it is, I mean, come on, y'all, we agree the Bible does sometimes with all, especially with King James, the whole thou work with thou, see it thou. This stuff can be confusing. You agree, Byron? Or do you agree, Ricky, Kiki, Corey? Don't the Bible sometimes seem a little bit confusing? Let's be honest. Say that again, please. Well, you hold on. You missed your shot. Hold on. Ricky, I'm going to go to you. Yes, sir. When you read the scriptures over the years, don't it seem a little confusing? But sometimes all, I mean, because I know a lot of people say I don't read the Bible because it's just too hard to understand. Anybody, has anybody ever experienced that? Let me ask you that really quick, quickly. Because John started something. This is very important. We understand that this book is a code. It's a mystery. And you got to have your heart right. You got to be humble. And you got to seek. You got to seek. And the reason why you got to keep seeking, which means more than one time, is because your heart ain't right. Once your heart is right, you don't have to keep asking God the same question, the most high the same question. So I'm, a, I'm asking Corey. I'm asking Loomis. I'm asking Kiki this question. Do y'all find the Bible sometimes hard to understand? Yes or no? Ricky. This this is Corey. No, it's it's pretty simple. Like I said earlier, you know, obey the Ten Commandments. But but on but to elaborate more, uh, you 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 really you really gotta you gotta walk the walk. You know what I'm saying? You can't just you can't you can't fake it. It's uh. Go ahead, said I kind of I got stuck. Go ahead. It's okay. It's okay. Kiki, what do you think when you read the scriptures? Do you sometimes run into trouble? See, this is what's happening. Now, the reason why I'm asking y'all this, and again, we're talking to young people that all around the country, probably the world, will be tuning in sooner or later. A lot of them. Okay, we're gonna reach who we can reach, and they do have problems with this Bible. That's why they don't read it. So what I used to do when I was, uh, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old, well, actually when I got out of high school, I purchased a parallel Bible that has the King James Version, this version, that version, that version, about four different versions of one scripture. And that way it's a little better. But even 
Watch this, y'all, real quickly, and I'm going to Kiki. I'm coming to you, Kiki, in, 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 after, in about 30 seconds. Listen to this, y'all. Some scriptures, you hear people over 50 and 60 and 70 years old saying, I never saw that. I never saw that. And they've been going to church all their life. Like, here's a, good, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Y'all understand what I mean. There are Christians listening to this broadcast right now. And they do not believe African Americans are one of the lost tribes of Israel. Maybe y'all don't. Now, here are you even reading Deuteronomy 28 for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Moses is talking to the Jews. And he's telling them all the things that's going to happen to them if they obey, how it's going to be good with them. They're going to be able to lend to nations and never borrow. They're going to be prosperous, and everything they go to touch is going to be blessed, blessed, blessed. They're going to have it better than any other people. Everybody's going to envy them on the earth if they obey the Most High. But he says if you disobey, the last verse of Deuteronomy 28 says, and Deuteronomy is the Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, it's the fifth book of the Bible. Deuteronomy 28 says in the last verse that Moses said, if you disobey, you're going to be put in slave ships and taken taken into captivity. Pastor's been reading it and 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 reading it. How come they didn't see it? Either he's a God didn't want to see it at that time, or they're so poisoned by other people in the way they've been presenting this book. This book has been whitewashed. And we, we've been so whitewashed to where when we see the very Bible, we can't read it. We can't. We can look at stuff over and over. The book is full of dark-skinned people. It doesn't matter what color, really. It doesn't have, it won't get you saved to know what color Christ was and all this stuff. But the truth of the matter is that Bible is 100%, I'm not going to say 100%, I'll say 99.999% people of color. When white skin does come into the Bible, when white skin is mentioned in the Bible, my white brothers and sisters who I love dearly, when white skin is mentioned in the Bible, it's associated with the plague, albinism, vitiligo. Leviticus 13, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Leviticus is the third book of the Bible. I'm talking fast, that's why I have to count, y'all. My mind is racing here. So how come we've been reading this, Kiki, Corey, uh, Ricky, Byron, Elishua, John? Our people have been reading this for years and years and years, and we didn't see it. Folks, I'm not preaching no hatred tonight. This is not the show. We don't bash no white people. We ain't down with the white man. We don't be the white man. We don't believe he cursed, none of that stuff. We believe that we all one people here at Five Smooth Stone. We all one human family. Some of us have more melanin than others, but we believe, we believe that the Messiah looked like a Rastafarian, looked like a Rastafarian, nappy hair, kinky hair, the whole Bible. So, my question to Kiki and everybody is, how is it we can read this book? What John was saying was vital. He said the Holy Spirit has to show you. But I believe the Holy Spirit tried to show us, and we've been so full of whitewash, we've been programmed by all these movies, even when we hear that thought, they were black, they were black. It's overread by all of these movies of a white Christ and a white this. And I'm not trying to make this a white-black thing because we're going to go way past that. But I'm just showing y'all how 
how what John said is vital. You've got to have the spirit to revelate that Bible. Kiki, have you ever had trouble reading the scriptures? Um, uh, due to the fact that I have an older Bible that was given to me in 1999, <laughs> I have had uh, trouble reading my Bible. But when uh, going back to what you said about uh, Deuteronomy, uh, uh, the last verse in Deuteronomy, it says, "And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again, again with the ship by the way. Wherefore I speak unto you." Thou shalt see it no more again, and thou ye shall be sold unto you enemies, bond women and bond men, and no man shall buy you. When he says that, it is basically letting you know that your enemies will be the person who's going to be the who's going to buy you. It's not going to be the person who's going to take care of you and who's going to treat you good and not judge you. So I believe that, yes, I think it's time for everybody to wake up and to, if not, get them a Bible or own them a Bible, get them a Bible that is, can be able to translate to where they can understand it more of what is being said in the Bible. That was good. That is good. That is so good. I could not. I'm actually shocked. Can you put that out like that? I'm, I, you probably, should, probably shouldn't be shocked, but I really am. That was good. That was profound. I'm telling y'all, John might have started the first topic. We talked, bitching a lot of things, but again, I think we hit it hard enough. So I think we hit it hard. Anybody have any more comments on that before I move on to start dealing with the topics at hand? But this is major because we got to understand that Bible, that book, has been whitewashed. There's been a lot of people that went ahead of us and said this was white and putting all these images all over the world. And then black. Then now we start trying to find our history out, like Kiki was just saying. Folks say, why y'all got to say black and white? Well, we got to say black and white because somebody came with this big old bucket of paint and painted the whole book white to where we all imagine these white images when we close our eyes and talk about little angels flying around white. So somebody has to come and say white and black to get these images right. The reason why we have to talk about this family is because our people is in an identity crisis. Our people is in an identity crisis. We don't know who we are. We say we niggas. We say we black. Black, there's no such thing as black or white. 1681 is when they invented the concept of white white and black. No such thing as a black person. No such thing. It ain't no biological proof of it. When you say black, what do you mean? Indian black, African black, or U.S. black? When you say white, what do you mean? The doctor said if you need a long or kidney, John, then oftentimes a white person kidney is, is better suited for you than your own brother and sister. Who are white people? Yeah. A lot of y'all young people is out there entertaining the idea that they're the devil. Well, what are you going to say with the fact that the first earth was full of black people? God made man from the dust of the earth. And he said, dust thou art. Well, we couldn't see how they looked when he said that. He told Adam, dust thou art, John. We can't see Adam, though. We can't see what he said to Adam. Dust thou art. When he got mad at Adam, well, when he punished Adam for sinning, him and Eve, he said, dust thou art. We couldn't see him. But then he said something key. Listen to this, Loomis. And dust shall thou return. Well, that we can see. And everybody, when they die, they go back to that brown dust. 
As a matter of fact, to my white brothers and sisters, I want y'all to listen to those of you that's full of white supremacy and hate. And some of you black people, y'all full of the same lie. White supremacy is not about white people. White supremacy is a lie that anybody can believe. Mostly whites believe it, but a lot of black people believe white supremacy just as strong as blacks do. So I got a question for all you white supremacists in black skin or white supremacy in white skin. There is nothing on our planet to color white people. Oh, I'm hanging up. I'm gone. I'm, I'm hanging up off this blog. There you go. You're preaching hate. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm going to say it again. I love all people. I love all people. I really do. There is nothing on the planet to color white people. Nothing. Nothing. Think about that for a second. I was out driving one day, and God knows I love people, and I try to find different ways to say this without offending people. And I was driving and praying, driving and praying. I, su- I suggested everybody do the same thing, drive and pray, drive and pray. I was asking God about this whole color thing, and he hit me. Look around you on the highway, and I begin to look. Take away all the buildings that's man-made. Take away all the highways, uh, Corey, that's man-made, and just look at nature. What color is nature? Brown and green. Why do we have such a hard time believing that Bible is brown and green? <laughs> we got this. We, we, I'm telling you, we are brainwashed. And this is why we're on this blog tonight talking about all of this self-destructive behavior people have because we've been lied to about who God is, who Christ is, how he looks. We feel like we're just a, a nobody. So white people, who are not the authors of white supremacy, was Satan. Believe me, they're not that smart. They're smart, but they ain't smart enough to create a concept that break the whole planet, bring it to its knees. John, what do you have to say about that? In about two minutes, two or three minutes, and I'm gonna go to everybody else. I'm coming to everybody else on that on that on that on this question. Are you referring to the? Um... This whole concept um, of them lying so much to us that we can't understand that Bible. Well, I, I kind of stick with the original premise, that being that I don't really care about it anymore. Because what happens is that once you begin to read and read and read and read, all of a sudden you wash off their whitewash and you see it for what it is. And for me, it becomes a scenario where I don't really care um, unless I'm in a you know, discussion like this, and we're discussing it. When I'm actually reading it, I know all the people in the in in the Bible are of color. Uh, part of that is just from listening to many of the blog talks that went before this one. A lot of the times when we sat down with um, the Israel Now group, off and Cincy, doing the same thing. It's like after a while, you don't need to try and think your way through it. It just takes place automatically. And so for me, it's of no consequence. I just read. And look for understanding, and I don't really see anything anymore. Be it the white Jesus, Pharisees, and the white Sadducees, like you would see in whatever given uh, dramatic interpretation. I don't even see that anymore. Okay, all right. I appreciate that. That was that was just, and we're trying to get there. All of us trying to get there. And I'm and I'm gonna do a test. And John, I want you to do this test, and I want to come to Byron and ask mm-hmm. him the same question. The question is. Don't y'all agree that our people can't see us in the scriptures because of white supremacy? Or are you that way? But but let me do this test and and, and, and be honest. Uh, Loomis, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. 
Corey, you still there? I'm here, sir. All right. And it looks like we got a question, so y'all know what do we do when we get a question. We've got to stop what we're doing and go to the phone line. Okay, Eric, code 443-223. Go ahead with your question or comment, please. Yeah, this is Jamarcus, and I'm just saying that y'all niggas are divisive. And the real G's get along with everyone. Y'all trying to blame the white folk. You all, y'all the problem. You ain't no re- real niggas. I swear, I beat the King Neptune out your ass, boy. And welcome everyone to Blog Talk Radio. That's what happened. That is what happens all the time. And when people do that and they run and they don't keep talking, we know they ain't got nothing. So, thank you for making the show. All right, so let's go back to what we were saying. <laughs> so listen, <laughs> folks, listen to me. Y'all don't y'all ain't seen that one time I had a show and those two hundred people came in in like a less than a minute, took over the show, took over the phone lines, and they was at all all of them did just the same thing. And they just make that see if you're a white person or a black person, you disagree, you come on the line and show me how ignorant I am. Use your knowledge and put me down. Embarrass me. But they don't have nothing for me, and they don't have nothing for you if you stick with these scriptures. So listen, want to ask a question, Corey, Lomas, Kiki, Ricky, Byron, and John, Ella Shure stepped away. Y'all know you got an issue going on, so I want to ask y'all a question. I want to do this little test. I do this to everybody. If phone, everybody on the phone line, do this test with me. It's going to take literally, oh, 20 seconds. But you, you got to do it, okay? I want y'all to do it. I want everybody to close their eyes. This is a little test, and this is going to determine, and I want you to tell the truth. I'm going to ask every single one of y'all. You don't have to tell me, but I really ask you, and hope you, hopefully you'll participate. But this is a test as to how you see the scriptures. In 20 seconds, I want everybody to close their eyes. Everybody, if you're listening and you're in Hong Kong, close your eyes. You're in London, close your eyes. In Michigan, close your eyes. It's going to take 20 seconds. Everybody, seriously, close your eyes. And I want you to think of the Lord's Supper. I want you to think of the Messiah and his 12 disciples and what he might have said to them. Now I want you to think of the Messiah feeding the 4,000 or the thousands that he fed. Okay, now let's see. I want you all to see the Messiah on the cross as he died. Some people say it was a tree cross. I want you to see him dying. See all the people down grieving. Now, I want you all to tell me the honest to God truth. I'm going to start with Kiki. Folks, be honest. Did you see any white people in your mind in that, well, I'm not going to put y'all on the spot like that. I'm not going to do y'all like that. I'm just going to make this statement. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, Kiki, let's go to you. Did you see any white people? Describe the people in your mind. I've seen everybody of, I've seen people of different colors. I've seen everybody who believed in Jesus Christ. I believe people, I've seen people hurting, not just black people. I've seen different races. I've seen different textures. I've seen people grieving. I've seen pain. I didn't see okay. the color. Okay. Now, keep in mind, the question is how they look back in the day. Now, I know not now, so I'm going to re-ask you the question because maybe that wasn't fair to you. I'm going to re- refine the question. This is how did they look back then. That's why I say imagine them on the cross. Imagine them at the Lord's Supper. There wasn't but 12, 13 people, his 12 disciples and him at the Lord's Supper. There's only 13 people there. So I'm going to ask you again, do you keep it the same answer? If, if we're talking about back then, you keep the same answer, right? 
Yes, because I believe that faith okay. and love and pain has I, no colors. I understand. Okay, let me go to you, Mr. Loomis. Back in the day, anciently speaking, how did they look? Well, I mean, well, your question, I think your question is, you know what I'm saying, when my eyes were closed and I was visualizing what you were saying, I didn't see no color. All I seen was people. You know what I'm saying? Well, people but normally have a color. I, like I, I understand what you're saying, but that's what I'm saying. Like, as 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 you, me closing my eyes and I'm visualizing what you're saying, I'm not seeing a color. Okay. I'm seeing All right. people. I, you know what I'm saying? I understand like say, that. I feel, but, but now, on, this, on the note of what you're saying, when you reworded it and asked Kiki, now, due to what I've read and what I've known to be facts and everything, I mean, shoot, people in Egypt, they not white. They over there in the in the desert. I mean, over there in Africa where people is dark because of the sun and all that. Like, ain't no, I mean, that's just what that is. As far as, you know, okay. history. Okay, well, I, I, knowing I got you. I understand, Loomis, that you answered, you, you said you didn't see no color. I appreciate that. And I want y'all to be honest, just like that, okay? And there's a reason for why you're talking about this. The reason why we're talking about this is because, when you whitewash the scriptures, you disenfranchise people. People no longer see them in the scriptures. When they don't see them in the scriptures, they feel like they was kind of an afterthought. Then somebody come along and saying, this is God, he looked like me. I didn't do that, they did that. He looked like me. They make sure all of the images all over the world is that of a Caucasian. Michelangelo... The Pope commanded Michelangelo, paint me a white picture. We're going to change this image. The Pope commanded Michelangelo to render me a white image of the Lord's Supper. And they take that picture and they force it down the throat of the world. Goes into Alexandria, Egypt, and all over the world, burning down libraries of black images. Maybe some of y'all didn't know this. They went down yeah, to Egypt and destroyed, they destroyed noses off statues that would have the wider nose or the broader nose to make sure that there's no sign of black. These people have went all throughout the planet destroying blackness because one day Satan was behind this. He was going to rise and raise these people up as God's people. Now our people full of self-hate, no direction, darn sure don't believe they're Israel, is claiming East Coast, West Coast, Crip, Blood, Nigger, African American. They're claiming everything but who they are as a people. So this is why we have to talk about black and white. We're not making the show black and white. We're just saying that somebody has told a lie and they have put it and brainwashed us throughout our education. When y'all go learn American history, if you have a degree like John has, I don't know who else on the line has a degree, but if you have a degree, I can bet you money you know nothing of world history. You know European history. You know American history. You might have heard a little bit about China here now, but you know nothing of the dynasties of Africa. You know nothing of the fact that before there was a first white man, even in Europe, that there was dynasties of dark-skinned people thousands and thousands of years old, so the Bible could not have had but one tone-looking people. Could not have had. 
So tonight, it's not about making him white or black. I told you I love all people. It's trying to show that the devil, Satan, has come before us and lie, and that lie has called retardation among our people. Ricky, tell the truth. Okay, hold on. We got a we got a question here. Let me see. Hold on, folks. Y'all wait a minute. Y'all know how we got. All right, Ricky Ricky Junior hand went up. It's been up for a while. I'm gonna come to you, uh, John, with that same question, and uh, Ricky and Byron. So y'all hold on, and Corey. But let's go to the phone line and see what's going on here. Area code nine seven zero three three three. Ricky Jr., did you have a question or comment? Your hand is up. Yeah, this is uh, Rick's other brother Evans. So I was trying to go back to the point where you just said, "Close your eyes and just keep it very simple." And what was very simple was, "What did you see?" And as you, as I picture, even before you came out of your mouth, that's what I saw. And it's not because it's what it is or it's races or it's us against them. It's very simple. That's what it was. And between hardship and not being as equal, that's what you see in the pain and the death. And so you, that's you, what you I see, think so, 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 again, what did you see specifically, physically speaking? When you said close your eyes and see, you know, the people that were mourning and see who was up on the cross, I've seen, you know, a black man like myself there just in pain and suffering and hurt. And then that wasn't because it was me against them or us against them. It was just very simple. That's what I felt, and I, and that's what it was, even before you even said, what did you picture? Did you see even color? And even before the other word came about, it, that's what I felt. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And uh, y'all give me some very interesting answers. Very interesting answers. Well, okay, I'm going to go to another. Ricky, were you done? Yes, we done over here, Seth. Say it again? I'm talking about Ricky Jr. You done? Yeah, I'm done. I mean, I could touch touch bases on a lot of things that you said, you know, as far as uh, believing that the – Israelites is the lost tribes that's over here in America. I truly believe that, you know, because uh, that's the only one in Deuteronomy uh, 28, chapter 64, or verse 64, where it states, you know, God was going to put us in that predicament because we were disobeying. So uh, the Bible has a lot of truth to it. The thing what um, Brother Byron was saying earlier about, you know, the deception in it, it's the it's a lot of deception because man wanna twist words. But if you go back to before we came over here in enslavement, it was already written on our heart. We didn't know that language. We didn't know that writing. It was already written in us. Okay. Well, I'm shocked that y'all all seen this whole Hebrew thing. And uh, believe me, before we hang up, somebody come on, come and call us all crazy because guess what? This is not what the church is teaching. This is not what you're going to hear on TV and Daystar. And those people love God, too. They're real, too. They're not playing. Yes, sir. I was there no, once sir. upon a time. So I'm looking for the call that's going to say I disagree. The people in Israel are white. Israel always have been white. Y'all trying to make this out of the – y'all put this black power stuff. But I'm again tell y'all, this show tonight is about love. I'm not about putting down no white people. I believe they're devils or none of that. I believe – it's hard for me to be a racist when I believe that white people are black people with no pigmentation. Or we are them with pigmentation. 
<laughs> My wife don't like how I put this, but I'm going to tell you how. I, this, <laughs> who is that? Somebody say something? <laughs> I'm laughing at you, yeah, my wife she don't like I, I tell her that I'm white. She like she don't like how I say this, but it's the truth. I am white. Let me tell y'all how white I am I am. If you scar your, yourself, have you ever scarred yourself? I know Ricky because we used to we used to have a makeshift uh uh go cars back in the day, stop at the start at the top of uh, uh Stevenson and ride down and once while you lose control. <laughs> and once while you lose control and you scrape your arm, Ricky Jr. And what, when you look at your arm you see white meat. That's the same yeah, white exactly. skin as white people. It wasn't no different kind of white meat. <laughs> so I tell my wife, I'm white. Right. I'm just covered with something called a blanket. It's like a, a, a covering. And that covering is godly. We've been taught to hate the covering. But I've got something for y'all. I can't do it this show. But one is, if you look and listen to some of the old shows on Five Smooth Stone, all you got to do is go to Google.com and type in the words uh, Block Talk Radio space Five Smooth Stone. Go and listen to all those shows on leprosy, Bible leprosy. Bible leprosy. This is a different kind of leprosy. Leprosy is nothing more than white skin. I know I lost some of y'all on that. Two scriptures quickly. Because I'm skipping all around old John and his probably saying, man, you're skipping all around real quick. Two scriptures. Listen to the way the word leprosy is used. Moses stuck his hand in his bosom. Moses stuck his hand in his shirt. And we're going to move on past this to some other issues, y'all, in about another four minutes after, the, after everybody comment on this, on this, okay? I want to move on. But i got to say this. Rethink the word leprosy. Leprosy. Bible leprosy had nothing with fingers falling off and all of this. Because the Bible says God told Moses to put his hand in his shirt or in his bosom. And he said, take it out. And the Bible says his hand became white as snow. It actually said this, though. It said his hand became leprous as snow. I heard a little noise in the background. I want you to keep it quiet for me, please. Uh, one more time. The father told Moses to stick his hand in his shirt, in his bosom. Couldn't have a shirt back then. He had a robe. He said, stick your hand in your bosom and pull it out. And the Bible says, Loomis, Corey, Kiki, Ricky Jr., that Moses' hand became leprous as whatever follow the word as is going to be what it looked like. And Moses' hand became leprous as snow. Why did God use the word snow? I thought leprosy was uh, fingers falling off and all this. His hand became leprous as snow. Oh, that's not what that means. You just twisting those scriptures. Okay, let's watch this. Here's another scripture. Moses' sister spoke out against him marrying an Ethiopian woman. One black tribe married another black tribe, just like they do in Africa. There was a fight. So God chastised Moses' sister for speaking against him marrying this Ethiopian woman. And that's, that's Exodus 4 and 6 about Moses' hand became leprous as snow. Exodus 4 and 6 and Moses' hand became leprous as snow. But when his sister spoke out against his marriage, she was smitten with the same thing. The Bible says in, in Numbers 10 and 12 and 10, Numbers 12 and 10, 
the mirror was smoked with the same thing, was afflicted with the same thing, and she became leprous as snow. Snow is only known for two things, being cold, ice, and white. <laughs> I submit to you. Who's that laughing? I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Folks, listen, that's your Bible. Mr. White Man and Mr. White Lady, who I love dearly, that's your Bible. She was smitten with something, and it said she became leprous as snow. She just turned white. Y'all ain't heard nothing yet. I can't get into it tonight, but check it out. And one more thing, just to, this, this going to really nail it. If you don't agree with what I just said, don't worry. This one you're going to be all right with. If leprosy is sores and pus and fingers falling off and all that, how come it says in Leviticus 13, read 13 and 12 and 13 and 13, it says when you cover it all over your body with whatever this is called leprosy, when you cover it all over your body with whatever this is, I know what I think it is, y'all, I'm sure Loomis think he know what it is, or Ricky think he know what it is, or whatever we think it is, the Bible says when you cover it with whatever it is, that you are cleansed. Cleansed, then you can go and be among the people. But, but, but brother said, they saying cleansed like soap and water. Cleansed in the Old Testament did not mean soap and water detergent type of clean. Cleansed just mean accepted. Some of y'all know that, but others of y'all don't. So that's why I have to say that. When you hear about a woman was, like for instance, when the Israelites saw a dead person, they was unclean until the evening. Well, they just, if you saw a dead person, you could not do priestly duties after that because the Bible knows that mess with your psyche. So they said you was unclean. Didn't have nothing to do with soap and water. Didn't mean you need to go take a bath. So when this person was cleaning in Leviticus 12, Leviticus 13, 12 and 13, it says when this, when this, when this leprosy covered their entire body, it says when it covered your body, when your body is, and it says all turned white. That's vitiligo in your Bible. It says when you, know, you see people losing pigmentation, once you lose all of that brownness, you're clean because you're one tone. It say, but if red, if that break, you know, you know how when skin look like you can see through it, that's called reddish white. It's called raw flesh. There is white skin, and then there's white skin that you can kind of see through. That was cursed because you wasn't covered. The Most High, in other words, wanted His man covered either with brown skin or covered with white skin. But. Here we are talking about white skin being in a negative light. If you keep reading the Leviticus 13, you're going to see we're talking about yellow hair in the light of it being a plague. Yellow hair, that's blonde hair. That's your Bible. I'm going to say it again. I'm trying to rush, but i gotta, I got to say this because we have self-hate. We can talk about all these other issues happening to us, but what are we doing? All this prison, ex-convicts, and all this strip club, and all this the confusion, all this stuff with us as the people. We're just we're self-destruction, self-destructing, John, because of self-hate. We've been taught by our oppressor, and we're just acting out. So Brother Seth is just showing you how white skin in ancient time was was like a plague, not black skin. We've been lied to. So those of you that think I'm cuckoo, ask yourself this question. If it's leprosy and it's sores, how come the Bible says when you're covered from head to toe with this whiteness, it says when you're all turned white, you're clean. 
you're clean unless it's that unless you see that reddish white that 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 part of the white skin that's not white but kind of reddish white. That was because you're not one tone. That was considered a curse or a plague. So one more time, if it's sores and pus and all that, welcome the Bible says when you cover with it from head to toe, then are you better off? That don't make sense. So even if you disagree with me, you know you can't think the same about that. It can't be sores and pus and all that. White skin in biblical times. America was considered a plague. Those people were not light. They weren't olive. They were black, dark-skinned people. Well, they kind of, weren't they like olive? No, they weren't olive. Well, they was kind of like, you know, those, they were some dark-skinned people. The reason Jerusalem and Israel and Egypt look like it look today is because millions of white people come down and cause a crusade and lighten up their place. Okay, let me go to Ricky. Oh, oh, hold on, Ricky Jr. Yeah, uh, Ricky Jr. I'm going to put you on hold. Any last comments, real quick? And I got another uh, uh, call. I hold. I apologize. Two one four seven one six. That number. Look for me. That might be uh, Byron. That's Byron back on. Hold on. Let me open this line up. Byron, your line is back open. I don't know what happened. You must have hung up and came back. But you, we, welcome back. Okay. Well, so, thank Ricky you very much. <laughs> yeah. So, Ricky Jr., can you finish up there, and I'm going to go to Byron. Okay, yeah, um, and I mean, you touched touched on a lot of good stuff, especially as far as, um, you know, letting us understand about the skin and us being all the same people, because I remember watching a a documentary with the white man, and they did a a mouth swab on all of these people in New York, and came to find out that, you know, all DNA came from one place, which is Africa. See, that we know. It's just a lot of people don't want to accept that, you know, we're all the same people. And that having a lighter skin, yes, it is like a curse. You know, in those times it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I promise I love all people. But the white skin in your Bible, Ricky Jr., was considered a plague. All right, I'm going to go oh, ahead yes, and meet your line again. When I meet you, Ricky, just press 1 and your hand will go down. That way if you want to come back later on. I don't care. I didn't time you comment tonight, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I went ahead and muted Ricky Jr. I'm going to go to Byron, your line drop, and then I'm going to come to Ricky and then uh, John. Quickly, in like uh, two or three minutes, y'all, what do y'all have to say what you've heard so far? Again, <laughs> just any comments. I don't say it a lot, so I'm not going to – I'm just going to just say, just what are your thoughts, Byron, quickly? Uh, hold on, you dropped again. Hey, hold on well, a second. Hey, can you hear me? Can I you hear me? hear you now. Go ahead. Okay, here, here, here's the deal with what was going on earlier. I was still at work, and first of all, I want to apologize to everyone on the line that Byron was still at work, and he was trying to get some quick words in, but every time I try to get a quick word in, they start calling my name. But I am off now, and I'm ready to release the the energy that I have for this show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me let me welcome myself back to the line. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? This is Byron, better known as uh, uh, Black Six, okay, better now, known as on, Little come Guy. On, come on. Okay, okay, what anyway, you have to say what you heard, serious. Okay, serious, seriously, serious speaking, you know, and like like I was trying to say earlier about about the sharks and stuff like that, but because the sharks are my I guess my way of saying that, you know, there's all kind of what's that principalities is study trying to get at you. It's study trying to get at you and you you as that individual are gonna have to find something to stand on. You need some kind of firm 
foundation. You need a root. And that root right now, oh. how we, what I'm saying is we go back to the Bible to find out all the avenues of, of life. Okay, and trying now to find hold on, our way Byron, specifically, though, yes, hold on, because I want you to fine-tune all that, okay? That's all good, but I want you to fine-tune. Tonight, tonight, and Rick, I'm coming at you in a little bit, and then John, I'm coming at you. Remember, y'all, tonight, towards, towards the end of the show, John will do a special presentation on Satanism. We all going to get in some of these issues Um I'm going to tell you all right now what's coming up next is America's Curse. A lot of young people giving up because why even think about living long term? I can't see myself living in the 60s, 70s because America going down. That's what we're going to talk about next in like another three minutes. But I got to hear from John and Ricky. So, uh, Byron, uh, uh, I'll tell you what. I want you to hold that thought, and I want to – well, no, uh, Byron, I'm going to re-ask you, man. I'm going to be more pointed. I need you to be more pointed and quickly. Serious. I just okay. said a lot of things. I said a lot of things, Byron, about white skin and how we've been brainwashed by white supremacy. Now, you don't travel. Y'all don't know this, but Byron has been all over the world. He's another personal line. Rick is another world traveler. These people have been outside of the United States all over, okay? There are people that have took that Bible and have erased us out of it. Byron, they have erased us out of it. They went all over the world burning down libraries. They're knocking off noses of, of, of key statues to where there is no trace of these people hardly on this earth. And then they have had the Pope, the most powerful person on the earth, has called, has commissioned Michelangelo to make this render, this painting, and to present this white image. And they took that white image and they spread it all over the world. Now when we close our eyes and we think of Christ, we think of the Lord's Supper, most people, y'all on this line have shocked me. Kiki have shocked me, and, and, and y'all really have, uh, they have really shocked me. But most people will say, I envision white people or olive-colored people. I want you to comment on that in two minutes. What do you think of that? You think that's true what I'm saying? Or I'm a little stretching it or what? Talk to me quick. No, said I believe because I, I truly believe, you know, they, when they try to put, like you say, it was 300 years of being brainwashed and, and, and being beaten for that to be put inside your head. You understand? This sounds something like what, what Brother LSU was talking about last last week, you know, but I listened to him, you know, and he brought a whole lot of light to the to the subject that you comment on right now, you know, the subject of skin color and then what color was he, you know, that's a question that everybody studied asking themselves. And we all really okay. want to know, but we have to know that it, it he couldn't have been. He just couldn't have been white living over there. It just it just couldn't have happened. Right. It just it just couldn't right have been. It just, it just it it doesn't it doesn't make sense. But if somebody's right. beating you for 300 years telling you it is, well, you know, you're going to give in to some. And then, like you say, after years and years of all of this going on, then now they got us believing it. And then they now they got us believing that our, our skin is not light enough. You know, they got us believing that. And then they got us believing that things are going wrong in the world just because we are so, you know, not as light-skinned or, or Okay. All right. Now, okay, I appreciate that, and you're absolutely right. Y'all know y'all ain't going to agree with what Byron just said. That is it. And we have something called self-hate, Byron. That's what the black psychologists call it, self-hate. We don't even know white people around. White people are not devils. They're not devils. They believe in philosophy, and that philosophy they was taught, while they was being taught that, we was in the same class. We was in the same class. Well, we were on the same test. No, I'm not talking here making a comment now. We got an A on the same test. We ain't about no Africa. 
So we see an African, John, come to you now. When we see an African, is there any wonder we say this word, Kiki, Loomis, Corey? Is there any wonder we say this, I from Africa? John, comment on what you've heard. I've got to the point where, of course, unbeknownst to the other persons on the line, Seth, uh, sat down with me and my partners over 20 years ago and had a discussion not as deep because the scriptures were not as apparent back then as they are now. More scriptures have been added, but you know it's, it's been one of those things that that I've been familiar with for a very long time to the degree that I don't. It, I'm not particularly concerned with the black and white aspect of it outside of the the fact that there's the deception that has taken place. It's at the higher levels, just like you stated. Anybody in your history class, there's no reason to get upset with them. They're deceived just like you are, black, white, or whatever the color might be. At that level, everyone is deceived. But I've got to the point where the only thing that's of any consequence is being born of the Spirit. Somebody might say, well, Brother Jay, you know, what are you saying, you're a Christian? I've never claimed that term, even though if a person is born of the Spirit, that's what you would like to call them, so be it. You can call me that. But from day one, I've always stated, I'm just a man of God. I try to follow the principles of God. Uh, that's about it. And that's all. The, all of this stuff that we talk about, these things are, are, they have their degree of importance, but is it the least common denominator? If you're looking at it from a political or socioeconomic standpoint, it's, that's not the end all. <laughs> the end all is, there's an enemy. He has his forces. He's fighting against you. Do you know it? Because if you don't know it, that means you're getting your ass whipped. And that's the way it is. If you don't even know that you're in a battle, that means your ass is getting whipped, simply. So that's the way I see it. That's the way I see the whole black-white thing. That they, and again, Seth, you've been telling us for years, me and my boys, you've been telling us this for years. So I'm used to that part. Now to the part of I utilize that as a hook to have a conversation but if it does not end up with somebody's spirit being born again, it's a failure. And and he's and he's on to something. And and, and again, we're going we're starting real slow, but we get. I promise you, I got it wrote down right here because the folks listen. He is absolutely right. But when you got one, two, three, four, five, about eight people or five, seven people, I may have on the line so a lot. So John is absolutely right. It's kind of he is on on point, and I want to make sure y'all understand that this is all about salvation. Because when you come to Christ, Kiki spoke about her faith. Yes, she did. Loomis, Corey said some things, and I don't know if they accepted Christ or not, but they sound like they believe in the Father and they believe He's a good Father. And we're gonna talk about salvation, and all that. But what I'm saying is this: when you come to Christ, folks, family, like John was saying, it's about salvation. When you come to him, Kiki Lomas, part of your salvation is getting rid of self-hate. People go down to the altar and they get a heart to God and they get a pastor right hand. But they, they're white supremacists. They continue to act out. They continue to hate. They continue to spew Call each other nigger. Self-destructive. They continue all these destructive things, and they, you know, so 
give me your heart to Christ, shaking the preacher's hand, and going joining church, that's just the beginning of a journey. You gotta throw up all this white supremacy. Because if you don't throw up this white supremacy, when you see your black brothers and sisters, or if I can use that word black, because I don't believe no such thing as black and white, I think we're just different nations out of Genesis 10. One of those nations eventually came to be Israel. Outside of knowing who Israel is, these other people, we don't know who all these other people are, so we just say Gentiles. There's only two types of people on the planet, Jews and Gentiles. We don't know who these other people are. They're all mixed in. So a white person is just one of those one of those nations mixed in. We don't know who they are. So we have to say our brothers and sisters because they are. With less pigmentation. There's no such thing as a white person or a black person. That mess right there is it needs to quit. We gotta find another way to say it. They're not white. That's cuckoo and they're not black. So Brother John is on the sun. It's about your soul being saved. But how can we get our young people to even listen about their soul being saved and who they are in Christ and all the things Paul talked about in the Bible when they don't want to go to church? When they got a problem with pastors? When they go to church and the pastor don't even know who they are. So that's why we're on the show tonight, saying things like black and white. Well, I'm going to do this. Ricky, uh, did you have any words to say? And Corey, anything? If not, I'm going to switch gears and start talking about something else. Well, I got something to say. Go for it. Okay. Okay. Uh, we 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 all the same. It says love thy neighbor. So if we if we if we treat each other right, that's it, sis. That's right. And you might not think that was really something you just said, but that was powerful. And LSU, I think this is him. I just saw him pop online. Let me come to him right in quick. Air code 682553. Uh, LSU, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, brother, I just saw you tune in. I just saw your line light up about three minutes ago. So welcome back. Welcome back. And just go as you and come as you need to. But, again, Ricky, I'm going to come to you next. What do you think of what you've heard so far before we switch gears here? Well, um, this is what I think in regards to that. And you might want to shift gears because you're really limited on time. Uh, if you're going to get hold into on, Hold on a second. Hold on. LSU, I wasn't talking to you. I was, I was, that question was for Ricky. Just bear with me. I'm going to come to you. Ricky Shiva Sr. Yes, sir. I'm here, sir. What do you say what you heard so far? Quickly, quickly. Then I'm going to go to LSU. Okay. Uh, everything that you said, man, you know, actually, you know, out of all the days I've been here, 55, you know what I'm saying, I've learned a, a lot that I didn't even know, Set, you know what I'm saying, really tripped me out, you know. I mean, because where we both came from and everything, where our moms were, you know, and, and, and church was very important, you know what I'm saying. But I guess along right. the way, I blame this all on Rick, you know what I'm saying. I didn't get it, man. But I'm getting it now. That's why I got to praise you and the Lord for allowing you to make this happen, man. I'm really learning. Well, 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 Ricky, I, I, I really appreciate that, man. And, and that's what we're doing. That's what we're here for. And I want to just say this to, again. The phone line is full. Y'all, we got some people on the phone line. It ain't funny. Listen, y'all, we have almost seven guests. And when you have that many people, 
unless we're gonna talk about things for two minutes and move on, two minutes move on, and it's not it's not no justice. It's just some things you can't rush. We do have a problem with race in this country. I'm coming to y'all sure. We have a problem with our image. And when you're sitting up and you're hating yourself, you're hating what you see in the mirror. I'm not talking about hating. It's, I'm talking about a self-conscious thing. We're self-destructing. Most of our problem is race. I can do this show for a whole week and, and not repeat myself on some issues. So I know we've been hitting this a long time. I'm asking y'all to be patient with me, okay? I'm not trying to be controlling or nothing like that, but I promise we ain't even touched the surface. It probably should have just been a show about racism because I'm telling y'all, when you really get into it, that's our problem. It's what whites have done under the disguise of white supremacy, led of Satan to us. They think too high of themselves. We think too low of ourselves. That's called racism. And all of these issues with our young people, young boys, self-hate, wannabe rappers, all this stuff, a lot of this stuff, is, is, is it has its roots in racism. So I just want to just say, y'all, it's going to be a, it's, it's, it's a challenge for us, and we're going to move on, and we're going to get to Satanism, but I promise you, <laughs> I promise you, all of this is very vital. So, Ellis, you'll go ahead with what you... Uh, He's back. He has some phone lines, a family emergency, so he's back. Y'all just be patient with the brother. He had to come and go. So go ahead, brother. Well, um, and if you all would, please just indulge me for a few minutes uh, because my time is limited. It's not that way intentional. I would have rather just been able to call in the show and went in for the whole course of the show. But just dealing back with the issue because you began with a question in regards to, you know, understanding the Bible, and then we went to the issue of why is it difficult for people to understand the Bible, and then you posed the hypothetical in regards to the closed eyes and to what image that you see. And I don't think the question was really directly answered because really what it says, you, you pose it, you say, well, okay, envision the Passover meal, the last meal that the, that the, the Messiah spent with the apostles. And so now if you'd asked me that question 20 years ago, I would have told you exactly what I saw. I would have thought a blonde-haired man or, or, or a dirty blonde-haired man with blue eyes and six white men to his left and six white men to his right. And whether people want to be honest or not, that's what they see when they close their eyes and see their picture. Now, my vision is now informed by uh, information that I know that that's contrary to the reality. So I saw 13 black men sitting at a table preparing to have a meal. Now, in regards to what is hindering us from seeing the scripture, we have to deal with issues of white supremacy. This is when race becomes uh, a, a very significant factor when you're studying the Bible. The reason you have to address it is because of what, what you first posed the question with. Why is it that when we think of the Bible, we think of the characters, we think of white people? Why do we have that? Because we have been inundated with those images. And we have to understand that that was not by happen chance or circumstance, but it was done in sense. So therefore, we have to decipher that to get to the truth of the matter. I stand as John said that I read the Bible, and I still read the Bible for the most part, is to get whatever the most high is trying to communicate to me as a person and to whatever people group I am a part of. Because the thing is, simply put, is that that Bible does not come, is not filled with black and white people. It's not filled with multicultural people. That Bible is the history of redemption and the history of one people and one people in general and how the Most High would use those people to be a catalyst to reach the world. But let's not be, let, let's not be mistaken about that because that's the only way you're going to understand it. Otherwise, 
if you look at it from any other perspective and not understanding that reality, all you're doing is being religious. And simply put, the reason why come the church is so integral to this part of this discussion is because we, it's been the most pivotal and the most vital institution within the black community over the last 300 years. And so if we ask the question why, why is our theology clouded with white supremacy? Because that's what we were instructed. That's what we were taught. And who were we taught that by? I'll reinstate it again. The sister said it when she read it in Deuteronomy 28, what will befall Israel in the last days when I take you into the land of your enemy. And that's a problem that many of us have with because we are victims to what I call pseudo-Christianity, a belief that simply put, here's simply things. Like you've heard people say this, God loves everybody. No, he doesn't. Proof that me in Scripture that God loves everybody. Because I can show you ten scriptures at least to every point that you show me that said God loves everybody. He doesn't. <laughs> so the thing is that we may we, we need not play games with the scriptures, and it's time to a point where we begin to. And deal now with I'm gonna say this: uh, uh, we all ain't gonna agree on everything. That's one of the things I don't agree with. Let's start uh, uh, John three sixteen. But go ahead. That's good. No, no, we ain't no, no, gonna no, always no, agree. No, go no, ahead. No, Keep no, going. For God, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That's John three sixteen. Mm-hmm. And then also, then also, God, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did God say about Esau? Now, whether we were doing it as a reflective of the words and the hypothetical, but the reality is that God, if that's the case, then it's real simple. If God loves everybody, and this is the biggest problem that a lot of people have with the Bible and with the Scripture, and because people will not answer this question. If God loves everybody, then what's the purpose of a hell? What's the purpose of a lake of fire? It's real simple. He hates sin, and those who and those who may become one with that simply put, you follow from that. God has enemies, and we want to deal with reality. What we want to do is we want to be very sensible. We want to deal with symptomism. It's good to say, "Hey, I love everybody," but the fact of the matter is, I would tell y'all on this line, I don't have hate in my heart, but I would not venture to say I love everybody. I would say I'm working towards that. I'm trying to pursue that point. I know that the, that, that the seed of that is within me by the Holy Spirit, so I endeavor to pursue it. But it's real simple. If you hit me or you hit me upside my head or you injure one of my children, the actions that I'm going to take, take against you, they're going to be motivated by love. But it's going to be love for my child. But what you're going to witness or what you're going to experience is violence. That's the reality, and we need to quit playing about the Bible and playing because it's too much. The Most High is being misrepresented. He's being misrepresented mostly, most part, by, the, by what we call the church, by Christianity. And that's why come the youth, they repel against that because they see the hypocrisy of it. They say, you, they hear us saying, do as I do, do as I say, and not as I do. But that's not the pattern that Christ did. Christ said that we're supposed to be the pattern. We're supposed to be the example. We're his disciples, so therefore we should reflect him. So again, I'm going okay. to end it with this. Jump back off, jump back off the line, and jump back off the line and listen. But I would say this: if you're going to ever begin to understand the prophetic scriptures, and there's a whole lot of them, after the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, from from literally almost from Joshua all the way up, the scripture is prophetic. Well, if you're going to understand that, you're dealing with people. Christ did not come and hover around the earth and some spook. No, he came to a place and time and dealt with humanity. Like the apostle said, that which we have seen, which we have heard and touched and seen with our own eyes, we now convey that unto you. Oh. Okay. 
Well, listen, let me say this while you're on the line, because I don't like to talk. I, uh, I want to disagree. Now, I know you got to go, so I'm going to say this real quick. And then uh, we just, because we got all this topic, y'all have to bear with us. Everything cool. We all good. This is what we're going to do. I want people to come on the line with different opinions. Because that's so everybody's not gonna agree with Kiki. Everybody's not gonna agree with Lomas. I want somebody to disagree with Lomas. I don't want somebody to disagree with Corey. This brother is fine, we cool, but I always wanna say this really quick. Go and do the research for yourself. Esau has I hated is a scripture. Romans 9 and 13, go research it. I read the same thing the brother read, and I think the father was upset with Esau. This is the man that said he didn't want his kid. Um, um, can't even think here. Esau, you got to look at who was he. Was he a righteous man? And if he was a righteous man, the father ain't going to say, I hate him. Now, if, if he was a righteous man and God said, I hate him, you know, we got problems. If he was an unrighteous man and God said he hated him, the most high said he hated him, it's probably because of his behavior, but he don't hate the person. Now, if you watch Esau and look at his life, you're going to see the father did some things his life. Obviously, he must love him. If he hated him, he would have just... Just thought of the man would be killed, done away. What do you do to something you hate? Look at how Esau's life was and everything about Esau. And tell me, when you do the research about his life, did that sound like God hates him? When God hates, <laughs> when God hates him, oh, you gonna know his hatred. Here's something. Listen, folks. This is just me. I'm just talking. You just heard the brother. I'm gonna give him about a two minute rebuttal. We gotta move on to something else. But y'all heard him. There ain't no anybody that brother knows because he, he knows some things. But I disagree. I think the father loved everybody. And when you own up to evil, and he said, I placed before you good and evil. Somebody said, why did God place before us evil in the first place? I know Kiki or, or, or Corey or somebody thinking that. Why did he place before us evil in the first place? He said, I placed before you good and evil. Choose good. If he hadn't placed before us good and evil, we would have been angels. We would have had no option. We would have we wouldn't have a choice. We 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 would not see. It's like it's like this real quickly. And then I want the brother to rebuttal. It's like this. If your wife chose you over a million men, Ricky was chosen by his wife. She had all kind of guys trying to talk to her, but she chose Ricky. Well, that gives Ricky more glory than if it was just him. The Father is called the Father of Glory. He wants His glory. Well, and He even said that evil is good for a season. He makes sex outside of marriage. It it, it looks good, you know, to some people. Drugs. It looks good for a season. All sin is good for a season. The Bible says it. Folks, I'm not kidding you. The Bible says sin is good for a season. It is good for a season. You lie if you don't. What, people are stupid? They're doing it because it feels good for a season. But what you want to do, live your life on stuff that's good for a season and then die the rest of your life? So God put before us good and evil. He says choose good. And when we choose good, even though evil feels good and we still choose good over evil, he get more glory. 
If he didn't put evil out there, what glory could he get? We don't have number one, one thing to choose. And remember when he made Adam, he didn't really design them first to even have that. He wanted them to always know about him. And Adam and Eve, our forefathers, started this, really. So blame them. No, I don't believe he ate nobody. I don't believe he created nothing he ate. Brother, rebuttal for two minutes and moving on. Uh, I don't think, you know what, in that regard, I will say this here, is that I don't want to get into a deep theological discussion back and forth because I really think that people need instruction more than anything. But simply put it simply this, and, and that is this, is that what is behind killing somebody? When God tell when 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 Yahweh says to Israel in the thirtieth chapter of, of, of Jeremiah and he tells And Yahweh is another name for God, y'all, just so y'all know, when, instead of saying when, Yahweh, he's saying uh, Yahweh. Go ahead. When 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 he when he talks about Jacob's trouble and he talks about those that oppress him that oppress them, and then he says that I will pull you, I will deliver you out of that oppression, and then guess what he says in regards to those who've oppressed you? For every nation, not just one nation, what does he say for every nation that is oppressed? You know what he says he's going to do to them? I'm going to destroy them. Destruction is a pretty severe action on anybody's part. And the only way I can see somebody motivated to destroy something, especially when you're talking about life, is that something that they've done, something that they are, that you hate. God says the God, Bible says God hates evil, but yet He's the one who created it. Isaiah forty-five seven, He created it. He created He, he created evil. So my simple thing is this: is what I'm saying to everyone. Put 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 locking God inside your sacred cows and your little boxes, and do what the Bereans did because they were more noble than those that blessed the Nike in the Book of Acts. It says that they searched the Scriptures daily to see if the things that the apostles taught were so. And the reason that why so many of black people are in the condition that we're in, predominantly, guess what? It is a great deal of church's responsibility because that's who our teachers were for about 300 years. And what they were teaching us was a line that was fed to them by slave masters. The theology that they taught to us was a theology to subdue us and to subject us and make us submitted to their oppression. It was not to deliver us. It was not for us to cause us to walk in victory because they knew that it's true if we read too much of it and about deliverance and victory, sooner or later we're going to be wanting freedom. So let's not romanticize. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to just keep talking. I'm going to reach out to... Keep talking, brother. I've got to reach out to Ricky. They, they, their line dropped. So hold on, everybody. Keep talking, brother, and I'm going to reach out to uh, 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 Ricky real quick. Go ahead. Okay, so again, as I said, is that, so again, when we're looking at it, is that we look at these scriptures, and we're looking at the Bible, and we discuss the Bible, we have to understand something quick. John said something. He read the Bible to get principles. I don't think he read the Bibles in, under, in order to understand world history, or to understand the Bible's impact upon the history. He initially began to read the Bible to get the principles and the understanding of the Most High, which I think that 99% of people do. But however, in order for you to understand and clarity of what the Most High intended, that's what all prophetic scripture is about. It's telling you about things that are going to happen and going to take place. 
And the reason it gives it to us is so that we don't be caught unaware. But the thing is, is that we're being telling information, and then we have people, we take it and we romanticize it, like these left-behind books, things that, are going to take, things that are going to take place in Revelation. I tell none of you, don't make them rich. Don't go buy the books. Read the Bible. Read the scriptures for yourself. And understand it's not a religious text, even though it has religious encompass in it. But for the most part, it is the history of a people whom God has chosen to set his eyes upon and use them as a redemptive tool. He said that Israel is a nation of priests. Ricky, you, you drop? Yeah, no, we're, 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 I'm back. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, talk to you later. Hang up this line, okay? Okay. Okay, folks, I'm back. Uh, can everybody hear me okay? Okay, hold on one phone. Let's make sure. Okay, let's go through a little check here. Uh, Ricky, can you hear me okay? John, can you hear me okay? It's 10 o'clock. A lot of people dropped off. <laughs> it's okay. We're all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else on the phone? Let's get a roll call. Who, let, let me talk to you about it. Who all here? Break it, break it. This is a picture. Take a Byron. Okay, Byron is here. All right. Uh, Ricky, uh, hold on. Let me. I see him. I see him. I see him. Hold on a second, folks. All right. Now we all back. Okay. So Ricky's in the house. Loma's in the house. Kiki in the house. Correct? Yeah, we are. All right. What do y'all think of what LSU is saying, uh, what he said so far? If y'all was able to hear him. I know your line dropped there. Let's go down the low road. Loomis, what do you think of what LSU has said? It was a lot there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot. But, I mean, for the most part, I mean, most of all of it is, I mean, I pretty much agree with most of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. when, when I come down to it, I mean, it's all about what you believe and what you get out of it. I mean, I don't even... As far as like I understand. When you talk about, as far as like when you talk about the white part of it, I never really looked at it as the white part. You know, so I guess I got past that a long time ago when I, you know, got older, and that's when I Good started realizing different things. But, huh? Good for you. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like I said, it's all about what you believe and what you get out of it, and that's what I said. It comes back to what you say. It's all it's all coded. It's been we know it's been well, washed up and. And you know well, how that is about what you... Well, I see okay. where you're going with that. I, I, I see what you I see where you're going with that, Lomas. Let me say this. And uh see here, I've got this little ringing in my my ear here. Let me say this. First of all, the way that brother did, that's how you do it. That is how you do it. We have to learn how to disagree. That brother, I've been, we've been, we, we, we go like that, folks. Imagine people at a coffee shop, and he doing, he present his scriptures, I present mine. He present his, and I present mine, and we just go, and that's the way you do it. Some people are afraid of that. They say, oh, I don't, we don't fight, we, we don't, we don't get in no tussle, because he, in his mind, is right, and he could be right. I could be wrong. So what you do is you learn to just discuss the Bible, exchange the scriptures, and you ask God, Father, show me what is the right way. I told y'all what I believe y'all told you, and he told you what he believed. You go and you seek the Father, and I'm telling you, until your heart is right and you're on your face, so to speak, in the spirit, and you humble, not arrogant, 
You got to go to this most high. He is the most high, and he will reveal to you. I know we're a lot, we hit a lot of race tonight. We hit a lot of black and white tonight. And I know it's politically correct, Kiki. And hear from you in a while. I want to know what you I'm coming to you next. Listen, y'all. Don't be nervous by the black and the white. Because the enemy has come. Okay, this is what I, watch this. Y'all going to understand this. Byron, you there, right? Byron, you there? Byron's a little, I don't know what's going on his phone line, but I see him. But anyway. Here I go, here I go. Okay. Sorry about that, sorry about that. It keeps going in and out. Brother. You don't, don't mean it. Don't I know, mean it. I know, brother. I get left okay. behind if check I don't this. stay there. Okay, check this out. It's like somebody goes into a house and they lie about, uh, they lie about, let's just say, uh, one of my kids lie about uh, who they are. I mean, who, who, somebody tell them they are a Somebody tell them they are, they, they, they wouldn't, I'm not their father. Okay, if somebody came and told my son that I'm not his father, that's going to cause all kind of trouble in our home. So until I tell, sit down and bring up the topic about who is your daddy, there's going to be problems. So we have to talk about white supremacy because we live in a country where it's in every tiny aspect of life. Folks, it's in everything. Everything we do, Ricky, is affected by white supremacy. Everything. Everything. Brown, you might want to put me back on mute. Now I understand why you had me on mute because that, that is kind of loud. So just put me on mute and no. we call on you. We'll give you a little time, okay? Because it is loud. No, no. Can you I hear can me? You. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it's really loud. It's a loud uh, thing. And I know that's probably why you had us. So go back to what you was doing. That was that was good. That was right. But listen, folks, I want y'all to really hear what I'm saying, uh, Kiki, because when y'all go and you start talking about solving and helping our people, you got to talk about this. And I know we hit on a lot tonight, but I think we did a good job. Like Ricky said, a lot of things have been put out that maybe y'all didn't know. Some of y'all didn't know that in the Bible, white skin was frowned upon. So when I talk to my white brothers and sisters at work, this is what I say to him, Kiki. I'm coming to you next. This is what I say to him. Well, you know, uh, John, uh, in the scriptures, those people are people of color. Oh, Seth, now, I've heard it all now. I've heard it all. <laughs> I say, no, listen to me. Let's get our Bible out. These are believers. Then we turn. I say, where in this book do you know of any white people? They don't have nothing to say. Where was there any blonde hair, people, blue eyed, anybody? Just, just anywhere in the Bible. Show me. your life, you'll never find somebody can answer that. Now, when it's time to show somebody black, I got all kind of Christy, burnt like bras, naps everywhere you go. Woolly hair, woolly hair, braided, uh, looking like berries, and all this is dark stuff. And I say, you know that you and I are brothers. This is what this is how I talk to white people. For those of you that think I got a problem with white people, this is how I talk to them. Because we are in a war, like I think Brother John was saying earlier. We're in a war. The enemy is not white people. The enemy is the philosophy of white supremacy, and it's in us as much as it's in them. That's why we feel uncomfortable talking about it. 
think we've done an excellent job tonight exposing this giant. I think we have done an excellent job tonight. I think we ain't hit it enough. So John's going to come on a little bit talking about Satanism and all that, but I think I don't apologize for this at all. And I want y'all, when y'all talking to these young black people, we got all kind of thugs out there that just, they don't understand that that Bible is about their foreparents. They are Israelites. Your people gave religion to the world. Noah's sons were all brown-skinned people. They got away, and God chose Abraham, and from Abraham's children, 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 they became the Israelites. And God said, if you don't obey me, I'm going to scatter you out to the four corners through ships. Deuteronomy 28, the last verse that Kiki read, that's not the only verse that talk about slave ships. Them Jews weren't putting on slave ships. Say you want to enjoy the, your, your young men. The Bible says you want to enjoy your young men. We're going to do a script, uh, a show one day on just proof of how we know we're Israel. But that's not what the show is about. I have over 300 prophecies that only fit us. Listen to this one. You will have young men, but you won't enjoy them, but they'll be taken to captivity. Who wear that, that Cinderella slipper? You will have wives, but another nation will come in lie with her. You mean a nation going to come lie with our nation of women? Yes. Who are that slipper? Your young man. It said your good man. It said your men would not father their children. Oh, they just a bunch of jerks. Are they really jerks or are they fulfilling prophecy? It said your young men, your men in your nation, Deuteronomy 20, it says you will, they would not take care of their children. Who are that Cinderella slipper? So you work all the days of your life, but you won't enjoy your labor. Who's who that sound like? Work all the days of your life, but you won't enjoy your labor. It say you have a mule or ox or donkey, but it's going to be violent and taken away. Our fair parents went through that when they got out of slavery. They had donkeys and horns. That mess was taken from white people by white people. God called white people to be a belt, so to speak. That's who they are. God called them in Jeremiah. And Jeremiah, y'all listen to me. Kiki, you there? Yeah, she's still here. Loomis, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I know y'all got to pass the phone around. Corey, are you there? Yes, I'm real set. And 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 what you what we talking about? I, I love it. And, and we like you say, we can't talk enough. But but what I want us to touch bases on also is the level of conscience, because he he talks about that also. Right, right, and I want to get on that. I want to get on that. But I just want y'all to understand that we're living out a lot of these things that we say we're going to talk about. They're nothing more. Oh, my goodness. Watch this. I went on a radio show in Cincinnati, and I said this, John. And I'm going to say it to y'all. I challenge you. Anything you say black people are going through as a nation, I can show it to you in the Bible. Ricky, you said, man, I never knew that. Well, Ricky, this one is for you, and then we're going to go to Kiki. I can't shut up, y'all. I'm telling y'all, there's so much stuff. I can't shut up, but I mean, <sighs> I want y'all to get your Bible out. Kiki just had a Bible out. She gonna, y'all is gonna, y'all mouth is going to drop on this. Get your Bible out. Everybody listening to the sound of my voice all over this country Get your Bibles out. You're not going to believe what I'm about to show you. If this don't show we Israel, I don't know what will. 
I'm about to show y'all the scripture saying that black Israelites is going to hang out on the streets. I bet y'all heard that. I'm going to give y'all time to get your Bibles. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Turn to the book of Isaiah. Let me know what you got it, Kiki. Just one second. It's Isaiah, which book? 51 and 20. John, you got it? I want you to read this, John. I want you to be a reader, John, if you don't mind. You there? Yeah, I'm here, but I don't have that pulled up. Okay. Uh, Kiki, I want you to read 5120. I want you all to listen to this scripture. This is the prophet Isaiah talking about the state of Israel. Now, in our minds, a lot of our minds, we got a bunch of white images in our mind of Israel. Well, hold on before you read this. Because I want to, this this right here I'm about to say is very important, and I don't apologize. I have to say all this, y'all. Deuteronomy 28, verse 46, Moses said that there's certain things that's going to happen to Israel, John, Corey, Loomis, Byron, Ricky. Moses in Deuteronomy 28 says, these things are going to be upon you forever. So I know what some of y'all thinking, yeah, this is all about that ancient stuff, man. For those of you that's thinking, yeah, man, she's about to read the scripture a thousand years. I ain't going to do it. That's 2017. This is for you. Deuteronomy 2846 says, Moses is speaking to the Israelite on the mountain, and he's telling them what all is going to happen to them forever. That's why we use Deuteronomy 28, because he said it's going to be upon them forever. It's going to be blessings if they obey. It's going to be blessings if they obey forever. If they disobey, these curses is going to be upon them forever. Forever. This is almost why we use these old scriptures, because he said it's going to be upon them forever. It's going to be upon them forever. So if you want to know who a real Jew is, and Moses said in Deuteronomy 20, verse 46, that these things are going to be upon you forever, you look for these blessings on a nation. You look for these curses on a nation. Some of y'all just got that. Some of y'all didn't hear it. I'm going to say it again. If you want to know who the real Jews are, who the people of the Bible are, because you've got to know who they are. If we're that, if we're them, the Bible says this nation will not rise until they turn to him. <gasps> we just saw the, the the biggest mystery of all mysteries tonight on this show. That's why black people can't rise. The Father said this nation, Byron, would not be able to rise because this nation is his firstborn. This nation is his chosen. He said, I opened up the Red Sea. I did all these miracles for you. you all you need to do is pass down these, these laws and these, this, uh, this, this culture, these, the, the statues for all your generations, and you'll be blessed. If you just pass down these rules, we didn't do it. He says, if you don't, quickly, don't turn, write this one down. Amos, I know I'm going through a lot of scriptures, but I got, I got to do this, because John is coming shortly with Satanism. Amos 3 and 2 says, the book of Amos 3 and 2 says, of all the nations of the earth, you have I known. Known is almost sexual there. 
And remember the scripture says, and Adam knew Eve, and she had a child, and and so and so knew it, so and so, and they had a child. New means intimate. Of all the nations of the earth, you have I known. Of all the nations of the earth, you have I known. Of all these nations on the earth, you have I known. Therefore, I will punish you for all your transgressions. Many scriptures talk about how Israel will not be able to rise. The Father will make sure that they not be able to rise. Well, how come we can't rise, man? We had Black Wall Street, and they burned that down. We had another Black Wall Street, they burned that down. How come we can't rise? People coming from all over countries, and they rise. John, the uh, Indians, they come, they, they set up shop, and they rise. The Mexicans come here, they, they stay in the thousand at one house, and they rise, they rise, they rise. How come we can't? We know we ain't stupid because we make them rich. We are Israel. This nation will never rise to turn to God as a nation. Now, individually, individually, like Seth, me, by myself, Ricky, by himself, John, by himself, if we obey God, me and and our household, Ricky, if he obey God, he'll be blessed, 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 but his nation will suffer. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to name a person that we all know. He was a powerful person. He came to save Israel, or he came to put in plan the salvation for Israel, but he couldn't save it. Because Israel was operating under that curse, so when the Messiah Christ came, that's what I'm talking about, he did all the miracles, but did he, did he resurrect Israel? Listen, y'all, I know I'm getting a little deep. Listen, bear with me. When the Messiah John came to Israel, they was in bondage. They said, "Oh, we got a, a, a Messiah. He's coming to. He's going to come deliver us like King David." Did he do it? No. When the Messiah left, Israel was still under captivity. Now, if the Messiah can resurrect that nation, you think you can? You think us spending money among black people can? You think you can vote your way out of this Israel? You think you can protest your way out of this Israel? Hell no. It can't happen like that because Israel is his firstborn. He did things with Israel, folks. He didn't do nothing. So that's why he said you have it hard in the other people. So that's why we can't rise, Marcus Garvey. That's why we can't rise, Farrakhan. That's why we can't rise, Cornel West. We're Israelites, pastors. Well, why come we can't seem to rise? Somebody said, old people say, well, it's called we wicked. Oh, we are you serious? Why people and other people is far more wicked than we are. We're in church every Sunday. We're forgiving. We're the most forgiving people. You bring up a white girl, white boy. We'll forgive you like Kiki was saying. I want my kids to marry black. But if they bring them, I'm going to love them. That's what she said. She's right. Folks, we are Israelites. That's why we having all these topics we can't talk about tonight for time's sake. But I want y'all to understand that if you don't understand that, life is gonna be one big puzzle. It just looks like we now watch this. If you don't understand that, that's why white supremacists is on the rise, hate groups. Because they're saying y'all niggas can't come together, you can't establish that everybody come here, but these niggas they're on welfare, they're in our prisons. It looks like we just wait. Until you realize why those prisons are filled, God said you will not be able to rise as a nation unless you turn to me because you are different. It's got to be it. What else could it be? It ain't because we ain't smart. 
We know, you know, and when you see people like Jay-Z and the Oprah's are where they break through and they become wealthy, that don't mean anything. I'm talking about the nation. So, uh, I haven't talked to Kiki in a while. I want you to comment on what you just heard, Kiki, please. Well, Seth, you had me stuck on uh, Isaiah 50 and 20. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I see how I get it, but I'm, uh, y'all, I'm just excited. Y'all, I promise y'all, I love y'all. I love every single one of y'all, and God knows my heart. I mean well. Isaiah's talking about the state of Israel. Listen to what he said about Israel, young men. Again, that's ancient. That ain't got to do with us to the... Deuteronomy 2846 says that these are going to be upon you forever. So whatever you see the Israelites going through in the ancient Bible, knock off the cobwebs and the spiders. For so those of y'all who don't read your Bible, all that ancient stuff is going to repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. Some people died like five years. Some of them died right after he said that. So they couldn't have fulfilled all those prophecies because the people talked to the mountains, they died. Who is he talking to? And then verse, I think the the twenty Deuteronomy twenty Deuteronomy thirty and thirty one and thirty two, it it talks about how this is not just going to be upon you, but your children. Deuteronomy twenty verse forty six says, "Of all the nations of the earth, I mean, excuse me, it says, and, and they shall be upon thee." Deuteronomy twenty forty six says, "And they speaking the blessing of the curses, and they shall be upon thee, Ricky, and they shall be upon thee, Corey." And this shall be upon thee, Lomas, and thy seed forever. It says it like this. And they shall be upon thee for a sign in the wonder unto thy seed forever. They, sh- they, and they, the blessing of the curse is going to be upon thy children, thy seed, for a sign, S-I-G-N, S-I-G-N. How do you identify Israel? S-I-G-N. And they shall be upon thee for a sign in the wonder unto thy seed forever. I know I'm going a little fast. But y'all can always rewind this later. Now, here we're about to read Isaiah 51. Isaiah's talking about the state of Israel men. I know y'all thought about a bunch of white people with the little funny-looking hats in Israel. Well, see if this mixed with them. Go ahead, Kiki. In Isaiah 51, 20, it says, Thy sons have fainted. Thy lie at the head of all the streets. Hold on, hold on. Back, back up. You, back up. Read that again. You said thou. You mean they. Read that again. Oh, yeah. They sons, it says thou, well, in my Bible, but let me say they. They sons have fainted. They lie at the head of the streets as a wild bull in a net. They are full of fury of the Lord, the rebuke of thy God. Okay, I'm going to read that again slow. Now, y'all listen, y'all just heard Kiki read it. And she read it right. Listen to this. Israel talking about the nation, a nation of young men. Listen. Thy sons have fainted. Fainted. Stay with me. Stay with me. Watch this. Watch this, Kiki, Corey. Y'all listen to this. Thy sons have fainted. Okay, think about somebody fainted, right? You're thinking somebody just fell down on the ground. Watch this. That can't be it. Because they're like wild bulls in the net. They can't be fainted like y'all thinking. It's talking about in their mind. Thy sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets. What? These young men are lying at the head of all the streets. They lie at the head of all the streets. I know what you think is my laying down. Is that right? Listen to this. They lie at the head of all the streets as a wild bull in a net. If you're wild and a bull is strong, it don't mean they're sleeping at the street like you're saying lie. It's just saying they're hanging. When you're lying, you ain't going nowhere. 
It's why I just say they're wild. Why I just say they're a bull? The bull is one of the strongest animals. What are they talking about? Thy sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the street. What's the head of the street? Thy sons have fainted, Byron. They lie at the head of all. They at the head of all the... Why are they sons out in the street? They fainted. I read this one and the lady just started crying. She's, thy sons have fainted. They lie at the... What is the head of the street, Ricky, you think? I'm thinking it would actually probably mean to me like they're not going anywhere else, but they stuck. But no, what is the head? Listen to the question. What is the head of all the streets? What is the head of a street? I don't want to say it. What do you think the head of the street is? Nothing, right? Well, no, 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 no. No, no, no. It's not a trick question. Don't make because it, it make it complicated. You, it's just what it says. You're looking at it. Okay, I'm gonna read God's word translation. I got one, two, three, four, five. I told y'all get Bibles with more than one translation. Kiki just read King James. Here's God's word translation. I'm gonna read what it says. Your children have fainted. They lie sleeping at every street corner. See, they talking about sleeping, but it ain't sleeping. They are like an antelope caught in the net. Well, if they're like an antelope caught in the net, they ain't sleeping. That means they're moving. But it said that they're a street corner. Street corner. I didn't say that. That's, look, New American Version. New American Version. That sounds that famous. They lie helplessly at the head of every street. That don't really say corner. But I'm just saying the head of a street. This is how it reads, family. Thy sons have fainted in their minds. They gave up. They are hanging, lying, which means you ain't moving. They are hanging. They ain't going nowhere. They lying. They hanging at the head of all the corners or at the corners. As a wild bull, are our young men not wild? And what on God's green earth is this net? What is Isaiah talking about? Thy sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets as a wild bull in a net. They are full. This is what kills me. They are full of the fury of the Lord or anger, 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 anger. <laughs> and then it goes on to say the rebuke. Is God chastising you? Those young people is acting like that as a rebuke from God to us because we wasn't there for them. Folks, you ain't got to believe me. Get a Bible with all these translations. I'm telling you, it's right here in front of us. It's right here in front of us. They are hanging on the streets. What is Isaiah talking about then? Well, ain't what it says. Well, what are they talking about? How have the sons fainted? Well, my deal is, why are all of them in the street? Why aren't they at the market? And why are they fainting? What's with this net? The net is the system. Here's what I believe it says. Thy son have fainted in their minds. They lie at all the street corners as wild. They are wilding out. And they are strong, bull. They go to show you they ain't weak. They ain't in the net. They are full of anger. If nothing else, you should get this out of this, everybody. These young people he's talking about is angry. They're in the streets. Just get that out of that. Forget the corner if you don't think it's a corner. The fact that they're angry in the corner, this is an ancient Bible verse. That's not how we look at the Jews over in Israel. We don't ever see them like that. 
Folks, this is crazy. Well, listen, I want to know what y'all think of that really quickly, uh, and then I'm going to pass it to the pond to John, and he's going to kind of just start talking about something that's going to really shock a lot of y'all. Okay, so I want to real quickly. I'm going to I'm about to Say it again. Off, I said I apologize. I was trying not to be rude and just hang up. I need to jump off. Okay. I'm trying to catch that on the on the yeah on another another round. Okay, okay. Well, I know I know for a fact that he just got off of work, and then so I was worried about that. But listen, that that means we can just hit some other things. And so John would appreciate it. I kind of I didn't y'all what I thought he was gonna do is just cancel all together. But at least she came on and and helped us out. So we have to do Satanism next week or something, okay? That'll work. Good to meet everybody. Y'all have a good night. All right. Nice to meet you. Night. Night. That was John, and he just got off work. He literally uh, had just came from work, and and and, and uh, I, I didn't even think he was gonna come on. So I'm shocked he came on as much as he did. Again, folks, everybody on this phone line is they just sitting around twiddling their thumb, their box stuff. And so I apologize, but he definitely can do the, the Satanism thing tonight. So we're gonna do that next week. Um, and so and, and one more thing for for the Douglas Kennedy family. Uh, again, we're taking a break, darling, and I from the, from doing our regular programming to do this special for our young people. I think we're going to do a part six, to be honest, if Byron and Ricky and Kiki and uh, uh, Loomis and Corey want to do that. Let me ask y'all right now before we go any further, how do y'all feel about that next week? Oh, oh it, it, we'll do it. It's, 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 it. We need it. Okay, okay. Well, well. Let, let let me do this. Let me do a roll call to make sure we we know who is going to be uh, coming on next week. Now, again, y'all. Next week we don't have to talk about any of this. Okay, we can switch kids. We have yet to talk about uh, America being cursed because um, uh, a lot of y'all really believe that. And uh, why even think long term? We still need to talk about. And we don't have to talk about these topics. We already hit racism. We don't have to talk about. Um, any of these, if y'all don't want, I want to do what y'all want. How do y'all feel about this? Here's a topic that we haven't talked about. Again, America being cursed. Uh, can't trust anyone. The friendship is very hard with a lot of young people. They have a hard time uh, finding people that's real, and they talk about it all the time. They, call, they, they say everybody is fake and phony. What do y'all feel about that? And then there's thousands of single um, African-American women drained by um, the, their job, daycare, and dads missing. We want to talk about that for sure. I want to know what y'all think of that. And then our men are disrespectful. They don't have no authority. They don't have no respect for authority. Uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is major, y'all. This is serious business. I want to know what y'all think of that. And uh, the media, uh, uh, go ahead. Can um, we have a topic next week on uh, beautiful women and uh, ugly attitudes? Sure. Sure. We can talk about that. That's got to do actually with the fake friends, you know, because uh, I'm sure these beautiful women, there's a reason that you, you, you're in their face or they're in your face some kind of way they, you know. So, yeah, we talk about that. That goes up under that category. And uh, also we talk about social media addiction. Media, media, social media is crazy. Our young people, this is what they do 24-7. Uh, men can't seem to make it on their own. A lot of, A lot of our young people just for whatever reason they can't seem to – Get out on their own, Ricky, and do their own thing. They they under mom and dad. And ain't nothing wrong with saying mom and dad, as long as you're partnering. You know, like they working and giving them something to work with. That's like a roommate, and that is totally responsible. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about when they're not giving back to mom and dad, just kind of leeching off of them. 
very, very serious, okay? Pop culture. This is the, probably the worst out of everything on this list. Our young people live by whatever is popular instead of whatever is right, whatever is godly, whatever is scripture. And then there's those who don't know who they are. We hit that tonight. We believe we, I believe we Israelites, and Brother John does too, who had to go. And, and Brother Ella, sure, I know he believes that he had to go as well. So on the line that's left uh, is Byron, Ricky, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Byron, uh, Loomis, Kiki, Corey, all of them are still on the phone line as well. Okay? So, uh, I want to go down and listen, just get a little, uh, 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 Kiki, what do you think of what I said about uh, Isaiah 51 and 20? Young men, again, in the streets, angry. Um, and remember, Moses said, whatever. Ancient Israel go through, they're going to go through it forever. So it would be 2017 as well. I believe that there's a lot of angry men out on the streets because of the lack of fathers that are being in, the, in their children's lives. I think, you know, a lot of women... No, no, hold, hold, on, a second, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on a second, Kiki. Don't mean to cut you off, but I, gotta, I, I want to know with that scripture, do you think that scripture is saying that? I understand what you're saying. I'm thinking that, the, you know, nowadays, now the reason why more men are, are in the streets and lying in the streets now is because we haven't had these fathers and parents are not teaching these kids on how to be men and they being boys. So now we, we're, going, we're going down. Right. But what I'm saying, I want you to understand, because I, I, I love your input, and I'm going to let you hold the mic for a minute here. I want to know, when I read that scripture, because some people don't see that. They say, well, Seth, I see, I hear you read it, and I know you're passionate. But I don't quite see that scripture saying that. The prophet Isaiah is talking about the state of, I don't know, it could be millions of young men. We don't know how big Israel was back in the day. But we know in Deuteronomy 28, verse 46, Moses said that the blessings, if you obey, going to be upon you forever. Or if you disobey, the curse is going to be upon you forever. So 2017 is included in Deuteronomy 28, verse 46. So whatever you read in the Bible, all that ancient mumbo-jumbo, so to speak, all that ancient stuff is repeating itself. All of it. Anything you read about what Israel did, they're still doing it today. If it's a blessing, they're going through the blessings. If they're obedient. If there's any curses you see Israel going through, we're going through it in our own culture today. Whoever Israel is, somebody said, well, I don't believe it's us. Okay, man, let's just say I'm wrong and it's not us. Whoever the true Jews are, they're going to be living out barren everything we're reading. Everything. So here the prophet is reading about young men in the streets angry. And the Israelis don't act nothing like that. That scripture don't fit them. But we got young people standing on the corners all over the country. And they are wild. And they are angry. And I do believe it's judgment from the Most High. I want to know, do y'all see that? Talk to me. It's okay if we disagree. And I want to think they're still hanging on the phone lines. Phone lines still got a lot of people. My goodness. What do you think, Kiki? I, I, I believe it's, it's, we're full of sin. And, and with, with us being full of sin and not obedient, that we're enraged. And I believe that God is going to cast his fury amongst us. Good point. Well, Lomas, what do you think of what we read? 
What do you think? I mean, uh, it's ancient. It's an ancient scripture, thousands of years old. But Moses said that the true Jews, whoever they are, is going to repeat because they're God's chosen. And he's going to continue to do this over and over and over. If they, so whatever, Israel, for instance, Israel went to captivity for 400 years in Egypt. 400 years. We've been in America for 400 years. Wherever Israel is at, they're going to repeat. They're going to keep repeating, keep repeating. So I believe, and I could be dead wrong, but when I look at this and I say, wherever Israel is at, Isaiah said, your sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets as a wild bull in a net. Something is catching them. They are full of the anger or the fury of the Lord. God is using them. It's, it's God's judgment. They got this anger. The rebuke of thy God. He's rebuking the elders through these young people's behavior because they wasn't there for them. That's why they robbing churches and stuff. They don't have no respect for pastors. All I'm saying is, do y'all see any of this that I'm reading? Do you really, honestly, it's okay if y'all disagree with me. I just want to know. Do y'all see this happening? Today, do you think it's us? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't say it just. I wouldn't say it's just us. I mean, but yeah, I see it happening. I mean, just in layman terms, it's what these in today's words, what these young niggas out here in these streets violent. That's what they doing, getting in trouble, and all that, doing all the wrong things. But then that's when it's gonna come to when they realize. Cause like I say, at one point I was one of them, but then it come a point in your life when you have to realize and you have to get out that corner. And, you know what I'm saying, go a different path because that's not the way to go. And that's where I get it from, from what I believe in, from what I read, and what I know from the relationship that I have with the man upstairs. Amen. Amen. And, y'all, I'm going to tell you all this. And then, Ricky, I'll come at you next. <laughs> come at you yeah. next. Listen, I have named about five Five prophecies that we fulfill. I mentioned slave ships. Who else going through that? I mentioned Bob talks about how you have young people, but you won't enjoy them. They'll be taken to captivity over over a million black men locked up. I mentioned about five prophecies. Now here's another prophecy. It's not saying, it's just talking about what they went through then, but we got to know what the Bible says that Israel is supposed to repeat. I had talked about Jeremiah 1. Jeremiah 1, the father says he's going to empty out the nations, the families north of Israel. You look at a map and look at what families is north of Israel. Those are white nations. He said he was going to send every one of them to Israel. That's your Bible. The father said in Jeremiah 1 he was going to send all of the families of the north to Israel. That's why to this day Israel is whitened up. We're not playing on this phone line tonight. I know I'm talking a lot. I don't apologize. I mean, this is a lot that's coming at y'all, and I'm glad that y'all stand in line and being patient with me because I'm trying to, as much as I can, get y'all, pull y'all in, pull y'all in. But there is a lot that we can go. I have 300 prophecies, Byron. I only named like five or six. But one of the things the most I say would happen to Israel is the nations of the north going to come down there and take it. So the Crusades, when all the millions of white folks came down from Europe, that's how Israel became white. That's how Egypt why is lighter. That's why the whole reason is lighter. 
Why are we talking about that? Is so we have to understand those people are our people. If we can get that one thing, nail that one thing home, and maybe next week we talk about the things Kiki was talking about, if we can just understand that, you will understand why we're going through all of this stuff, why we chose to just, you know, believe what they're telling us we are, all these lies they're telling us, Byron and Ricky, because we don't know who we are. We don't know who we are, man. You can go ask our grandmothers. I don't know what Miss Odebell told you, but when I asked Mama stuff like that, they didn't know. They just say we're special. They'll say something like that, or they'll say we black or we Negroes. But who are we? Your last name ain't Shivers. Shivers don't have nothing to do with Africa. Shivers ain't got to do with no Africa. Armstrong, Armstrong ain't got to do with Africa. Turner, that's not a Europe. That's not an Africa. Your your people come from the motherland. Why you got these names that reflect Europe? That's not who you are. And all the rest of the Millers and the Andersons and all these people on the phone line, that's not who y'all are. Who are you? Who are you? That's the question. And you can't uh, 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 expect us to act like properly if we've been programmed to do something different. I think Louis Loomis, I think, or Corey was saying that earlier. We've been programmed. We've been programmed. So I'm just attacking white supremacists. I'm saying the word white, 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 black, black for a reason. I brought up about the white skin being looked down upon for a reason. No people in that Bible were dark skinned people. Where are they at today? So, Ricky, I said a lot. Yep. What do you have to say about Isaiah 51:20? Talking about these young men that is lying, hanging on the corner. You don't use the word hanging, but it say they they. They're not going nowhere if they're lying, but they can't be lying down like we're thinking because it says they're like a wild. Wild mean moving, and then bull mean they're strong, but they're in this net, some kind of net. The prophet would just say, this is how your young man is like. They're like wild bull in a net. He said they're like that. But that's exactly how young people are. And then he kills them when he said they're full of anger. What do you got to say about that, you and Byron? Well, my thing about it is said is that, you know, as you explained it better to me, you know what I'm saying, it's so true because, as they said, everything that happens in, in the past will happen in the present is so true because now it's coming at in full force, you know, just by what you said, what the scriptures say, you know, about them feigning of the, you know, young men. I, I think what you're saying to me, what it means to me is that, they're not there where they should be actually when in Christ, you know what I'm saying? They just hey man, I'm I'm some trap, man, you know, I got this, I gotta get this money. You know what I'm saying? That right, right. there, I can do that another time. I do that another time. Right. See, the thing about that is though, when it's another time, it's when when they're getting ready to make it to the you know, the upper room. So they wanna call on him then for a few minutes. No, that's not the way. And then you know, I I'm a victim of that. But it's time to get it right. You hear me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, man, I appreciate that. Byron, what do you have to say about the same thing? Thy sons have fainted. Thy sons. Talking about millions of men. This prophet talking about millions of men. He's telling them, really, here's the state of all these men. They're like fainted. They're kind of like they're fainted. This is the prophet talking. They're like they're fainted. Like a wild bull, kind of in a, kind of like they're in a net. 
and they full of the fury of God. You know how God is, they talk about the kind of anger God has when he gets angry. They full of fury or angry like God when he gets mad. This is a rebuke of thy God. A rebuke. God is, is chastising you, Israel, by through your young people acting out like this. Wait, when what do you, you say rebuke, don't that mean you don't want something? When you, when you like, it, like, it, I rebuke you, you that, I don't broken. want that, right? You chastise me. me. The rebuke of thy God means like when you, you, you're correcting it. You, 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 you're chastising this kid by cursing you. Boy, stop doing that. Or, you know, you know, it's like a whipping. The rebuke. It's like you correct somebody, like when they rebuke the enemy. Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You hear the old people say Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's why I'm used to hearing it used. Okay. So that means like, like Satan, God, you don't you don't want that to go you don't want that going on in your life, right? Like Satan's well, trying to do rebuking. something, you like Satan, I re, I rebuke you. Right? Right, but this is saying that the fury of the Lord is this anger is it's like these young people is acting out and this acting out is like a rebuke. God is 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 is, is punishing Israel through their young men. That's what's really said. You gotta y'all gotta go and read that. A look and okay, get more than one version. Get more than one version, like I said earlier when John was talking. Pray about right. it. Well well let me see if I can I can just put it in a say layman's terms that where I can understand it and maybe people who ain't got that that high such Knowledgeability, maybe be able to understand it now by what you told me and what you read because I'm driving. That's the that's the that's the hum of the motor that you're hearing in the in the background. But however, far as far as far as the uh, say the children that that is uh or the men that is uh in a net that could that could be the system and how how is it captured them because they don't know the system so it's easy for them to get caught up in it and why they so angry why they angry and hanging out at the head of the streets well you can see that they out on corners now I ain't talking about all of them I ain't even talking about just us just some young men with no guidance with nothing to do you ask me hey man what you doing nothing where you going nowhere I'm just standing here just hollering at my boys and stuff and then the the disrespect comes part of like where they're angry, so they want to show their ass now. They want to show their ass. Right. They're showing their draws. Why do you do Absolutely. that? And, and and so that way, that that might be that might be a way that they show like, man, I'm, I just want to show my ass. It, it, some of them just bear. I just want to show my ass. And that's, and the that's what it is here for you to see. And now listen, you know what? And I don't know why they want to show their ass because they're so mad. They should. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you get so mad you want to show your ass. But, you know, but that's what they used to tell you when you was a kid. Are you showing your ass? You showing your ass? And now look at that. Now it is. Now listen, now, you know, it's kind of funny what you say. It's kind of funny what you're saying, but you ever notice when they do that? It's almost like they want you to see it. See, when it says the rebuke of that God, folks think, oh, this Christian ain't saying that. But listen, are y'all reading what I'm reading? These young people don't stop. You can't get them to stop. I don't care about where they start in prison. They still do it. Well, are they, they, are they crying out for help? Get... Are they crying out for help? Listen. Are they, they crying out for help? help? I think they are crying out for help, but it's like it's a, it's like a rebuke, just like I'm saying. It's like they're doing it in our face. Like, right, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Like, fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so absolutely. pissed off. Look at my ass. Right. But you, it's there funny. It is. But really and truly, listen, Byron. Really and truly, it's funny what you're saying, but that's exactly what it's. It's like a, it's like yeah, a, but, 
It's like a bitch. And here's the thing. It's I'm like not trying a... to be funny. I'm just being real. This is real talk. I'm just going by what I see. This is not something I heard. This is what I know. This is what I see. This is what everybody sees. And if they are crying for help, then somebody should take off a belt. Well, but no, I mean, I, that was trying to be funny. But I'm just saying, I don't know how to help these young men, man. And because you can't well, give them the read. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you how you can help them. Because you said we look for solutions, right? So, but what would be some solution for it? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, family and friends. I want y'all to listen to your, to your cousin. I think what I'm going to do next time, because I want to hear more from Loomis and Corey. Keegan, they might not believe me because I don't know what happened tonight. I just... I don't apologize. Again, Ricky made the he, he was very wise in what he said. If you're learning, that's what it's all about. Some shows I won't say much. Other shows it'll be Kiki. Last week it was like Kiki was saying a lot of good stuff. So just know it's gonna the baton maybe it's Byron next week. So let's not. I know I've said a lot, and I don't normally talk this much, but I I don't think y'all knew that tonight was about who are we. Lenny, you can topic tonight's show is Who Are We? It's almost the end. It's in the end of the show. Normally, I would have wrapped this up a long time ago, so we're going to wrap this show up. Tonight was really Who Are We? That's what really all this has been talked about. Y'all will never be the same. Ricky, you'll never be the same. Corey, you'll never be the same if you're still listening. Loomis, Kiki, all of the people that's listening all over, and we have all kind of people on the phone line, all kind of area codes. They will never be the same. I don't care what y'all say, you'll never be the same because those scriptures, what you going to do with them slave ships? The Israelis, the so-called Jews, ain't never been no slave ships. What you going to do with those scriptures? What you going to do with Leviticus 13 and 13 where it says that this person, when they turn completely white, they're cleansed, and it calls their whiteness leprosy? What you going to say to that? You can't change the Bible. What you going to say to that? What you going to say to Jeremiah 1 when it says... The Father will send all of the families of the north down to Israel. That's how Israel became white. That's why Egypt to this day, them light-skinned people are there. That whole region around Egypt used to be black. You keep millions and millions of people coming, mating and mating and taking and mating and taking and raping. Yeah, it's going to wind up looking like it looked today, but those people was very dark-skinned. Why are we talking about it so much tonight about color? Because... That is the war, like John was saying. The war has been to change the images. Change the images. Change the images. Change the images. Make them black. I mean, make them white. Make them white. Make them white. Hey, there's a black image. Cut off the nose. Cut off the nose. Burn down the libraries with all that black pride, all that, the, all those dark-skinned people. He's just burning up, burning up, burning up. They went all over the world burning up all this documents and stuff. Now, here we are on the line. And it sounds crazy what I'm saying. Maybe not to y'all, but to a lot of people, they be honest, they don't believe half of what we talked about tonight. They think that Bible is full of white people, and they feel like we just an afterthought kind of a thing. So, Brother Seth, your cousin, your uncle, I'm just trying to put some truth out there, y'all. Y'all understand that? Uh, let's get some last words, and we're going to wrap this show up. I want to start with uh, Corey. I did not hear from you in a while. Corey, what do you think of tonight's show? Give us your last words. What do you think of everything? Talk to me. Be honest. Tonight's show was was, was uh, really information, informational, you know. we learned. I learned a lot tonight, and uh, like you say, we got to touch some other bases also about uh about uh 
third restroom, you know, I'm not I'm not down with the third restroom and what I mean by that is is being another one as far as identity. You know, man and woman. So I wanna talk That's about that next point. week. That's a good point. And what we gonna do next week? Y'all got my word, Kiki and and Loomis and Ricky Byron. Y'all got my word. I'm gonna let y'all run with it. I may say, hey, get stay on point or something like that. But I really didn't mean to do all this talking. But and it ain't. I don't apologize because that's how I believe the Father. I prayed about this show before I came on, and and y'all y'all gotta know me. Go back again, everybody listening. Everybody listening. Go to Google and type in the word. Blog Talk Radio, Five Smooth Stone, and y'all get so much stuff on leprosy. I'm going to break it down in such a way you're going to have script after script after script. You're going to see everything I was saying. Go to Google, type in Blog Talk Radio, space, Five Smooth Stone, and you will get over 300 shows where I'm talking about all kind of things. I even talk about melanin and what is this black covering. And when you see all of the wonders in melanin, you're going to think it's a, it's a lie. Dr. When you hear doctors talk about melanin, you're going to understand why the powers that be hate us. Because it's something God created that dark skin. It ain't nothing but earth. Did y'all know melanin is in food? It's in animals? Did y'all know it's in everything? Did you know that the earth is nothing more than melanin? So if you don't have this covering called earth, that was looked at in the Bible days. It's kind of like, I go into this so much. Y'all got to go. We can't. That's why I was talking all fast, talking fast, talking fast, because it's so much to cover, and I can't cover it all in this show. So when you start talking about melanin and, and, and dark skin and white skin, you look up three hours ago by like that, and that's why we was not able to get on all the other topics, but we had to hit that and hit that hard. So Corey spoke. Uh, what do you think, Lumos? I mean, you took you you have brought my eyes on the issue of the whole white thing with the Bible, <laughs> because like I say, I never even looked at it like that. I mean, you know, I know as far as what we saw when we grew up, but it became a part. I mean, a time in my life where like those things were didn't matter when it came to you know worshiping the man and knowing what I believe in the relationship that we had. So. Make me want to research on a lot of things. Oh, you ain't you ain't heard nothing, and I'm telling you, go go to Google, type in Blog Talk Radio Space Five Smooth Song, and then if you want to type the word leprosy, and then it'll take you straight to leprosy. Or type in Black Hebrew Blog Talk Radio Five Smooth Song, and it'll take you straight to that. But if you just go to the site, if you just type in Blog Talk Radio Space Five Smooth Song, you can get all those topics. I'm telling y'all. You'll see what I mean, and you'll see why I'm so adamant about it. Okay, Miss Kiki, what do you think? Quickly, your last words to everybody. I think it was great on you and all of us educating not only our black people on the the Bible, but we also must remember what God wants for us and where we're headed. So... Touching bases with all of these these things, I think it's a great thing. But at the end of the day, where are you going when you die? And I'm going to leave that at that. And I'm going to say good night. And I love all of y'all. And I really appreciate it being here tonight. And I will be seeing you again next Tuesday. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to keep doing this until 
the break is up for the family because we normally have these family shows, but I've, I've kind of suspended that until just for maybe a couple of weeks or something, and then we'll go back to our family program. And we'll keep doing this every other Tuesday. So, again, next week, folks, remember, no family show. We're going to do another special like this. Uh, and I want to say this real quickly, what Kiki just said, she's absolutely right. It is all about your salvation. John kind of brought it up, too. But remember, when we to the Father, part of the salvation process is cleaning us. You give your heart to Christ. You ask him to your life. And then he starts to reveal stuff to you. And he reveals stuff to you. And he shows you how you need to quit lying. He shows you how you need to quit fornicating. He shows you how you need to quit looking at pornography. He shows you, he shows you, he shows you. Well, this is just one of the things he is going to show you. Sooner or later, you're going to go down the street, and he's going to purge white supremacy from you. Because it is a sin. It's called, really, idolatry. Ricky, or Byron, and then I'm going to go to Ricky. Byron, quickly, quickly, quickly. Make it in two minutes. What you think of just the last words? Two minutes, y'all talk fast. Okay, the last words we were talking about. Well, last I'm putting go go back to the last point we was on about about the uh, the disrespect and the rebuking, and uh, I just hope I was able to say shed a little extra light. I know you shed a whole lot of light. I want to know if I shed a little light too. You know, people don't have haven't seen it that way. Like like you said, what happened then is almost happening. Well, it's happening now, but in a whole nother degree. You understand what I'm saying? Like anybody would just walk around putting their pants down and and just showing you their underwears. You know, that's just not a pleasant sight. But these brothers could be crying out for help. But it's not just the brothers too. It's some white kids doing it too. And everybody well, thinks it's just a new thing. They're trying to be like, they're not they, doing it out Yeah, they're trying to be trendy. They think it's a trend. Right. Uh, you know, but, you know, hey, but if we go jump off a bridge, they want to jump too? Come on now. Okay, we got, it, three, it gotta, well, we got it, three minutes. It, it needs to quickly. stop. Well, Byron, let me just do this real quick. We got like three minutes of thing on cut off. Ricky, quickly, quickly, what do you think? Last final word. Ricky, I'll do two minutes because this show is really going to cut off in two minutes. Quickly. Set. I really appreciate yeah. you doing this, man. You taught me a whole lot, and I appreciate that, you know what I'm saying? But everything you said from the past into the present is correct, and we all need to know. So keep up the good work and keep, us, uh, teach it. keep teaching us. Keep teaching us. And this is where uh, I'll see y'all next week. All right, folks. So I'm going to go ahead and meet the, both of their lines. Byron is muted and, and Ricky. I really enjoyed them. Kiki and uh, Loomis. Very, Corey, man, I really like y'all. Please come on next week. I don't apologize for just kind of taking over. I normally don't do that, but a lot of those things need to be said. And trust me, the, later on tomorrow morning when you're thinking about it, you will understand. It'll make more sense. And I pray the Father do just that. This is a part of salvation, folks. Good night. I love every single one of y'all. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Remember next week, the same show, family. Douglas Kennedy family won't have another show. Darling and I is on a rest. We'll do the special uh, maybe a couple more times or one or more times, one or two more times, and that'll be it. Y'all check out a little piece of this show, this song, if it plays, and good night. want to make it in oh, I just want to cross that river 
I want to be free from sin. 